Welcome, everybody, to episode 116 of The China Show, formerly known as ADV Podcasts. We have a fairly dour, in fact, a very dour topic to talk about today. Of course, there are some interesting and more fun things involved as well. But of course, the main topic isn't a, a happy one. But we're glad you're here with us to join us for this conversation. Because you got to see what's going on in China with regards to this terrible news. Anyway, shall we saunter right into it? Sure. All right. So going to start out with what's new. And this is where we talk about what's new, specifically with regards to China. And there is quite a lot. We thought we'd give you just a little bit of a follow-up as to something we spoke about recently. Remember when um, Xi Jinping went over to celebrate the handover of Hong Kong to mainland China. Remember that? I do. You know that um, they must be celebrating getting away with theft and lies. Why? Because they didn't live up to the agreement. Correct. When Hong Kong was handed over, there was an agreement. We're going to hand it over if it remains unmolested. A one country, two systems. In other words, Hong Kong still keeps its autonomy keeps its laws, keeps its freedom of speech, keeps all of that kind of stuff. That was the condition. China definitely touched Hong Kong in the no-no place. Yeah. They completely broke all of the conditions of the contract. I think that contract should be torn up. Well, yeah. It should be like rescinded. Yeah. Especially since, and hear me out here for a second. And if you really want to get pedantic about this, the contract was signed to a previous government, not the Communist Party of China. You can do this with anything. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, like, that contract was signed with a long dead, non-existent government and has nothing different to do with system. China, technically, yeah, had to do with the Remember ruling the new China. At the, time. the whole thing. Here's the deal. Yeah, just to make it simple, Hong Kong was handed back to China by the UK government. Right? It was yes. a contract, and they signed that with the government prior to this, the Communist Party of China. Yeah, the hundred-year lease. Right. Now you might think that's pedantic, mm. but actually, I don't think it is because if you think about it. The whole rebrand of what China did was they called themselves Xinjongguo, which yes. means the new China. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of that is that China was reborn, reinvented with Chairman Mao. The yeah. old China was dead. In his words, the old China is dead, mm. right? China, they're trying to make a resurgence now and like claim some of their past because yeah. they realized what an error that was. But they killed old China. They killed the language. They killed the They tried to kill the script, for God's sake. Yeah, they, they tried to kill the history. It. They killed the history. They killed all of the remnants, the temples, everything, yeah. the religion, the freedoms, everything yeah. was destroyed. And then new China was born with the Communist Party of China. So you can't just get to pick and choose what was your identity before. You I can't mean, say, take, oh, yeah. we do claim the Qing, Qing dynasty. Well, you didn't exist. What are you talking about? Yeah. You know? I think about it this way. You know Cuba, right? Yeah, I know Cuba. So, you know Castro. I do. Imagine he signed an agreement with Angola, for instance. Sure. And the agreement is, I'm going to send, uh, you know, I'm going to send you AK-47s. And he did. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just, yeah, <laughs> exactly. No imagination. But imagine he says, I'm going to send you uh, 100,000 AK-47s sure. a year uh-huh. uh, for the next 100 years. Uh-huh. But then... Let's say uh, Argentina comes along and they completely take over uh, Cuba, okay. right? So Argentina comes in there and they bomb the crap out of it. They sure. take it over. Now it belongs to Argentina. Do you think that agreement of sending the AK-47s is going to be honored? Absolutely not. It's no. a different government. Yeah, they're going to have a new government. They're yeah. going to have new people in charge. Yeah, and they'll have the, the alliances, whatever Argentina uh, had for alliances, would carry over considering that would be their new land. Yes. Right? You wouldn't have 
alliances with potentially enemy nations because the previous country's government did. Yeah, so I'm just saying yes. the UK did the right thing. They honored their agreement yeah. that they'd made 100 years ago. When, I mean, no one's still alive who was around. No. No. But they honored their agreement. But mainland China did not. Yeah. And it wasn't even their agreement to begin with. No, that's what I'm trying it to was say. Not. Yeah, so uh, anyway, so any, yeah, let me let me get yeah. This. So this is a throwback for you guys. Now, so Xi Jinping went to Hong Kong, mm -hmm. and there was a massive, massive mistake. They cut to a wide shot to yeah. show that in fact he is not talking to hundreds of thousands of people. He was talking to four. And it was a massive loss of face. Whoever did that is probably in really big trouble. Yeah. Because yeah. the whole, the theatrics of this is that Xi Jinping is supposed to be talking to all these people. He's confident. He's not hiding behind security. Right. Here's the deal. Why go to Hong Kong in the first right. place? Like, why are you there? The only reason to go there is to show that you're the leader and yep. you're going to go and celebrate with the people and, and show that you're there. Yes. With the people of Hong Except Kong. Except the majority of Hong Kong people don't want anything to do with Xi Jinping of course. or China. Yeah, but the, the, like the illusion. The wound. But the illusion, like, why go there in the first place? Yeah, yeah. It's to, it's, they, they destroyed the democracy movement. Mm. They made it a police state, which yes. is literally bordering on as oppressive as mainly in China now. Yeah. Right? It's mm -hmm. literally getting to that point. Yeah. It's dropped in all the rankings of mm -hmm. the world for everything, every index of fin freedom. The financial hub yeah. of uh, that part of the world is kind of crumbling. Yeah. Mm. So you can imagine this is salt in the wound, but yeah. So whoever did this, let's play the hilarious. clip. Yeah. Let's play the clip. <laughs> that, that was the shot. Yeah, so... <laughs> he was they, in a train station, by the way. Yeah. An NTR. Train station, completely evacuated. He's talking to four people who are standing off to the side. But you wouldn't have known that if you saw the, you know, the this shot, the close-up shot. He's only looking at a camera. The people that are there are off to his side. He's not even looking at them. No. You know, he's just ignoring them. So it's just theater. It's the usual mainland China thing. It's smoke and mirrors and bullshit. But it sometimes I, gets exposed. It does. And I just wanted to show some polarity here. Yes. Um, Jiang Zemin, the yes. leader before the prior leader. So mm. basically it went Mao, Deng Xiaoping, Jiang Zemin, Hu Jintao, Xi Jinping. Yeah. Five main main dudes, right? Yeah. So two leaders ago, Jiang It's kind of like the George Bush of America. Two, yeah, exactly. Two, yeah. two presidents ago. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the 9-11 um, George Bush. No, it would be like Obama. Oh, Obama, yeah, yeah that's right. We, yeah, that's right. I Imagine keep the Obama, not in in not in policy, but in uh, in order. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Obama of China. So imagine Jiang Zemin. He looks like a, kind of like a dead frog. Horse. <laughs> yeah, Jiang Zemin is what we call, <laughs> which means zombie. Yeah, they always keep wheeling him out at these conferences, <laughs> yeah. and the guy's literally just you know a, yeah. a second away from death. But anyway, he's the he's the uh, you know the party party leader and stuff. Anyway. <laughs> He, this is his visit to Hong Kong in yeah. 1998 yeah. Uh, for the same celebration, by the way. Yeah. So just want some a little, a little bit of polarity here. Xi Jinping sitting in an underground MTR, heavily guarded. They literally put up blockades everywhere, armed guards, snipers, everything. Mm -hmm. And this was Jiang Zemin. Yeah, let's take a look what he what his uh, little visit was like. Literally standing in the road. Yeah, that's it. I've people. been to that mall. Yeah. yeah. He's like... Super pumped. I'm not saying, by the way, I'm not endorsing Jiang Zemin at all. No. He was awful in many different ways. But uh, just look at the difference of kind of the vibe. Because honestly, even in Hong Kong at that time, yeah, it was much, they were much more receptive 
I mean, there was a lot of fear, obviously, yeah, right? Yeah. But there was much more positive reception to China at that time because yeah. of their trajectory it was going in. Sure. Than there was now. I mean, yeah. Um, so there's a lot less, a lot more, there was a lot more love or, or I'm going to say tolerance for China at that time than there is now, which yeah. is crazy to think yeah. about. I mean, if you look at him, he's literally shoulder to shoulder with the average man in the street yeah. there in Hong Kong. Yep. He's in crowded shopping oh, malls, he's a lot, restaurants. He's a lot more charismatic than yeah. Xi Jinping, that's for sure. Yeah. And there's, there's, <laughs> who put that stupid dancing thing in there? But I mean, you I know, know, there, there's Xi Jinping. That's his equivalent. Yeah. It's just, oops. Yeah. <laughs> that's really bad PR. That was not supposed to be shown. No. And the thing about Xi Jinping, the thing about Jiang Zemin is he spoke English very well. Um, famous famous quote really, is sometimes yeah. uh, too young, sometimes naive. Yes, um, he spoke very very good English. Mm -hmm. You know, he did full on interviews at first in, with CNN or sixty minutes in English, mm. right? Um, and people just knew who he was. Whereas Xi Jinping is lethargic; he's not charismatic. Everything is prepped for him ahead of time. Sure, you know. So this was really bad PR at the time. Yeah, so we thought, we thought we'd give you a little follow-up on that yeah. just to put some perspective in there. Yeah. Anyway, now we're moving on to this picture which has been going on, uh, doing the rounds. Maybe you can explain what's happening here. So this is uh, a PLA soldier. People's Liberation Army. That's mm -hmm. the Communist Party of China's army. Um, he is teaching uh, these poor, oh, these poor Uyghurs mm. uh, the Chinese language because they're, they need so much help and guidance, right? Yeah. This is going around to combat the idea that there are forced labor camps slash concentration camps in or, Xinjiang. Yeah, cultural genocide, yes. which of course there is because, you know, um, you have to learn. And it says they're like Zhonghua Minzu, which is, you know, like the... Chinese race, basically, it's been written down there. Yeah, so I'll say, yeah, you know? it says Zhonghua Minzu, and it's prob probably they're going to finish Looks like it's Jia or something. Yeah, so yeah, like, Rin, yeah. So the Chinese race is one family. That's yeah. what they're teaching the Uyghur girl to write. Yes. Yeah. So you have to understand how it works in China. It's always woman Zhonghua Rin, and it's an ethno state. It's all about, like, we're Chinese, and we're all the same, and we all have to study the same, write the same language, study the same stuff. We have to. All right. It doesn't matter that you're an ethnic minority who has your own uh, language and your own written language and your own religion and all that. No, that doesn't help. We have no. to get rid of that. Right. We have to get rid of your language. We have to get rid of your culture. We have to get rid of your religion. And you must be, just like every other Chinese person, um, a Mandarin speaker. You must write simplified Chinese and you must identify as mm -hmm. Uh, majority Chinese person. Yeah, and the, the government portrays this image like the Uyghurs are so poor and undereducated. We need to be the savior. It's yeah. a savior complex. And it's also an excuse for these camps. Yes, yes. They've always said, oh, they're just vocational training camps that you'll get shot if you try to escape. Yeah. You know, and we've seen from the Xinjiang police files all the terrible things and, uh, of course, all the dissidents that have escaped and told of all the terrible things. We don't need to go into that. But the fact of the matter is one of their biggest justifications for these camps is the fact that they're teaching the poor little Uyghurs yeah. life skills yeah. and language. That's what this this image is going around for that purpose. Yes, that's why it's going So around. the reason I brought this up was that this actually faced quite a bit of flack on Chinese medicine media. Yeah. Um, not to talk about like, oh, uh, the genocide is bad. More of like, why did you have to portray a PLA soldier helping the pretty 
young girl and then all the little boys are on the side just standing there looking at it it looked they were like calling him a perv and all this kind of stuff so it, it, actually, it is a little suspect it's, it's a little sus. yeah so, so that was actually interesting to see a little pushback especially with all the um accusations of yeah that that was that's you know of what's going on there with yeah. the forced they force uh, the women even if they're married to live with a han chinese yeah you know person that was actually in there and people yeah. were in chinese were talking about that yeah because that there's allegations of that going i mean it's happening yeah of course there's allegations even in amongst chinese people yeah being like that's a little weird yeah it is a little weird yeah. it's a little weird anyway. anyway so that's um another piece of uh new propaganda that's been causing a bit of waves well a few waves around the yeah. chinese internet now this is something that you may have heard of let's let's get us out of here and we'll just show this you can talk over the footage um, i do yeah so hold on just pause it Okay. I want to say, uh, I don't know where this clip is from. Someone sent me this clip. Um, and I don't, if it's from a different thing, I, I don't know what it's from. But I will say that I've confirmed the information. Oh, it's true. Yeah, it's true. So it says Chinese state companies are buying up U.S. farmlands. Mm -hmm. Farmland. Yeah. That's a strategic process behind the global land grab by the Chinese Communist Party. What for? Food crisis, unrestricted warfare. A new 300-acre land piece of land purchased near a U.S. Air Force base may give us the indications. Mm. So what happened was there was a, uh, a military uh, facility yeah, and a huge swath, well, 300 acres of land was just purchased next to it, mm -hmm. which is also very sus yeah. uh, by China. Yeah. I don't know what legal process is allowing the Chinese government to use conduit companies to buy massive swaths of land in the U.S. We talked about this before. Didn't they buy a huge part of Texas? Yes. Like a yeah. massive part of uh -huh. Texas? Yeah, it is, it is absurd because the problem with this whole situation is I know, for instance, the U.S. government can't go and buy a big piece of land in China. It's Absolutely not possible. Not. No. Okay? I understand that in America it's all about capitalism and you know there's a free market and oh, all that, that kind of yeah. stuff but there should be certain limits like uh, a foreign government that's an enemy government and let's not let's just not hash things around here no, it's, it's yeah. an enemy government yeah, yes. the way that the chinese government speaks about the u.s yeah it's made it the way that they do their espionage uh -huh. and steal from the u.s and the way that they constantly it's an enemy government yeah. it's just so it is. I, I just don't know how else, else to put it. It's an enemy who's sitting there with a smile on their face and still dealing with you, but it's definitely an enemy. Because if you've lived in China, if you are a Chinese person, you know yourself the rhetoric that goes around every day. You see it on billboards, you see it in the news, you see it in the newspaper. It's always going on about how bad America is and, you know, that they're your competition. And yeah. it has been that since the Cold War, since before That's then right. even. That's right. So, you know, it's an enemy government that spies on the U.S. Yeah. And we know they spy. Oh, yeah. They do this transnational repression yeah. crap. They've just, by the way, just indicted those five people. Five, five people. Oh, nice. Like yesterday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know about that. You know, the, the ones that destroyed the statue and, right. and tried to get the tax information about dissidents and yeah. tried to harass them and defame them and Sounds stuff. Sounds familiar, by the way. Yeah, it happens to us, and that's something we're going to look into actually making a thing out of soon. But the yeah. fact of the matter is... we know there's an avenue. Yeah. The fact of the matter is you've got a government that is doing this espionage and all this other kind of crap here on U.S. soil, mm -hmm. but they're being allowed to buy up massive swaths of land near sensitive military bases. I feel like that shouldn't be allowed. No. Absol no? Absolutely not. Yeah. Hopefully this something will be done about that. We just wanted to bring that to people's attention. So if you hear about in your area, mm -hmm. um, no, I'm serious. Like if you hear about like the Chinese government or Chinese companies buying up 
land in your area, that's what you need to reach out to your representatives and congressmen about. Yeah, there's certain there's there should be a limit to this free market. Yeah, you know, honestly, well, I'm not. There shouldn't be a limit to the free market. There should be a limit on who can exploit the free market That's my unfreely. Opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, when I was uh, stuck on the side of the road and you were doing that uh, that interview with Dan David, remember that? Yes. We spoke a little bit about their, about how the, the Chinese companies that list in the American stock market are also taking advantage of this yeah. whole situation. That's it's right. a similar kind of a thing. Finding loopholes to exploit uh, the American market. Yeah. And this is something that needs to be looked into. So just keep it in mind, this is happening. The Chinese Communist Party is buying up huge tracts of land in America. So, yeah, maybe don't sell it to him. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> you know, yeah. find another buyer. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Anyway, um, this was kind of funny. You found this clip over here. <laughs> Tankies <laughs> arguing over whether China or Russia is a better place to live. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I love these clans. It's, yeah, it's pretty hilarious. Um, for those of you who don't know who tankies are, they're people that admire authoritarian governments. They yeah. love communism. They hate the West, that type of thing. Kind of stuff. So, they're, you know, anyway, that aside, this clip comes from a very recent uh, post uh, of an airplane ride. China Air Airlines. Where are they going from? Uh, Beijing to Hunyang. Beijing to Hunyang. Hunyang. Hunyang is in Hunan. We've been there. Yeah. Times. Yeah, we have. Um, so it looks kind of normal, right? You're just uh, riding around in the plane. Look out the window. Mm, taking a little look. And uh, what do you see? Well, okay. First of all, I want to point out that the if you look at the very top, one of those rivets is missing. Yeah. It's a okay? hole. And if you look at the two rivets beneath it they are moving around um especially the ones really jumping around a lot mm -hmm. both of them are okay and this is um this is uh what you would call it uh, <laughs> uh a very bad situation simply because well it could come off i don't know what would you think if you were at thirty-five thousand feet and you saw that out your window probably not very good things i mean airline safety is is all over the world it's treated very seriously mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. pre-flight checks are super important mm -hmm. this is off by the way just oh. in case you're curious oh, cool. um you're trying to find the time yeah i was i okay. can just look at my laptop yeah okay, there we go. <laughs> yeah so anyway pre-flight um uh make sure we're not spending too much time on what's new yeah gotcha mm -hmm. yeah pre-flight checks are all about uh making sure the aircraft is safe they get inspections all the time. It's very important. And something as blatantly bad as that should have been spotted. Yeah. And it makes you worry. Yeah. And it brings the idea of Chabdor into the spotlight. It's ultimate Chabdor. So what is, what is Chabdor? It means good yeah. enough. And, you know, here's the thing. In China, there's this thing that we've noticed ourselves many times. When people have to inspect the escalators and elevators. Yep. Because the rules are there. Okay, just like every country, the rules are there. It's correct. They say that, you know, they say a date when it was inspected, you get a stamp. When you travel in an elevator in China, you'll always see up at the top there, it says it was inspected on this day with an official stamp. Yeah. And it must be inspected on whichever next That's right. day. But we've been in elevators where they are just trash mm -hmm. and would never have passed an inspection. Nope. Okay, but they still have their inspection stamp. 
Yeah, like in my building. Yes, where it actually fell down. Collapsed, and there was a family inside. Yes. It was right in the beginning of when it, it was built. Yeah. And it was supposed to have been inspected. No inspectors came, and they had the stamp. Turns out, uh, it's actually a metal plate in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the most common people to bribe are the people that in, you know inspect the elevators because it's a lot of work to have yeah. to go and do that. So they're like, eh, I'll just pay you off to do it. Yeah, they can and... cheaply throw up a crap elevator mm. at low cost, and then yeah, you, we've seen people get cut in half. Yeah, look, terrible things have happened. Mm. The fact of the matter is, for the most part, modern equipment you can kind of rely on the fact that it's probably not going to fail. So they take the risk by just not inspecting it. But think about it. If they're cutting that corner, think about the corners cut in the factory Mm -hmm. and the the people that make the cables, all that stuff. Yeah, and the fire um, inspections and stuff. These are imported. I, yeah, of course. No, look, there's there's a lot of that. And there was actually an epidemic, believe it or not. I made a video about it yeah. years ago. An epidemic of people actually being killed by escalators. Yeah, getting eaten by them. Yeah, you know, escalators in the mall, you go yeah. up there. It was a huge epidemic yeah, when we were there. Yeah, it's like ridiculous. Like, people were dying a lot. Yeah. Because it turns out that the inspectors were being bribed. Yeah, just like the elevators. Yeah. Um, and so, why would that not extend to the airline industry? Why not? Yeah. Of course it does. People like to make exceptions all the time. Yeah. This goes all the way down to building materials. That's yeah. why you see buildings falling down. We make videos, why are buildings falling down in China? Because it happens all the time. This yeah. isn't a rare instance. People think it's some like, oh, there was that, like, you know, that Florida apartment building. That's happening all the time in China. Sure. It's it, it's an epidemic. Yeah. There's bad yeah. construction all over the place. It's awful. Yeah. It's awful. Right. And then a lot of it gets... Um, swept know, under the rug. Swept under the rug or just completely banned off the internet. Yeah. So you can't see it. So just saying... If you're traveling um, in China by by air, you're taking a bit of a risk. Oh yeah, oh anything, anything yeah. you're doing. Yeah, walking, you can fall into a sinkhole or get hit with building tiles. Yeah, happens all the time. Anyway, just wanted to point that out. Yeah. So uh, that's pretty much everything we have in what's new. So let's hit a couple of super chats before we hit our main main subject, of course, which is soft power hour. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lightseeker says the callousness of contemporary PRC culture has no peers. The asymmetry between how the Chinese Chinese uh, PRC people expect to be treated versus how they treat others is insane. Yes. He also says, Abe-san actually had a vision for how to lead the country. He was pro-Taiwan, understood the threat of China and the importance of U.S.-Japan ties. Unfortunately, he was ahead of that time, uh, ahead of mm-hmm. the time. May his memory mm-hmm. be a blessing. Yeah. Dylan says, rip to Shinzo Abe, more integrity in, uh, than Schietler in his left toe. Than his cronies combined. When she dies, there'll probably be celebrations abroad, whether we support them or not. And China would would go ballistic. Um, sure. Yeah, and we'll we'll continue. Okay, so let's hit soft power, guys. This is where we talk about our main topic of the show, and this is where we talk about how China tries to change your mind, um, you know, through media and various mm-hmm. other ways. And this fits in quite well with that. This particular particular narrative. You see. Yeah. China tries to pretend on the world stage, the diplomats and, uh, you know, the, the outfacing news that China is, um, you know, a, a mature country who can deal with con- other countries in a mature way and diplomatic way. But unfortunately, that's not true. In fact, it's an incredibly immature government. And the way that they deal with the outside world is by villainizing the outside world. Right. The way that they deal with the outside world is by ridiculing the outside world. And they encourage this amount of, uh, you know, ridiculement in the populace. Mm. Okay. They teach 
the people of China to hate Japan. Mm-hmm. Okay. And look, they have um, legitimate gripes when it comes to the treatment that they uh, suffered at the hands of the Japanese during World War II, the Nanjing Massacre and various other things that happened that were terrible atrocities. The entire world at that time, the Allies, have a lot of gripes against Japan. Japan was a nasty, nasty um, you know, character during World yeah, War II. Uh, one of the worst. Uh, yeah, if not the worst. Yeah, if not you know? the worst. The kind of atrocities that they did. Um, and, Particularly and the bad to China. Yeah, absolutely. But as we all know, that was in the past. Things have changed. You know, Japan has reformed yeah. dramatically. Uh, things are very different now. But in China, they do not want people to forgive or forget. It's very. It's all for convenience. So yeah. they'll take, uh, for example, the school children in the city I lived in. They would take them to the anti-Japan war crimes museum, which these are legitimate horrible things. It's like a Holocaust Gas, museum. Yeah, gas chamber stuff, uh, bacterial experimentation, yeah. killing unit, unit babies, seven, whatever it was, horrible, one, yeah. horrible stuff. But yeah. they. It'll take five-year-olds to go see mm-hmm. corpses and horrible, horrible atrocities and then teach hatred from a very young age and then wonder why later it gets out of control. Yeah. You know? And the reason they do this is it's a, it's a common, common tactic for authoritarian governments is that they need a... It's almost like a scapegoat to fall back on when things go bad domestically. Yes. So what... You know, we've talked about this a million times, but the only protests that are allowed in China are protests against Japan. Or yeah. against other 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 countries. countries, yeah, like Korea or something. And you can't just go have one. No. I can't just go if let's say I was a Chinese person, I can't just go have an anti-Japan protest. You have to register it and then get approval, right? Yeah. Now once you do that, then you can have a very organized protest. But these things get out of hand. They burn down sushi shops. They kill, you know, or they they set like Japanese businesses on fire. Um, they flip Japanese cars over. Yeah, I remember most of the time. In fact, all of the time, those so-called Japanese businesses are Chinese. Oh yeah, in the in the the cars and all this kind of stuff. It's Chinese. They're owned. Chinese. Half fifty-one percent Chinese owned. Yeah, and the people that own them are Chinese too. And the, the owners are Chinese. So yeah. You're just hurting yourself. But anyway, yeah. that's neither here nor there. We've yeah. seen these blow up, and they're scary. They're very scary yeah. events, but they're always government sanctioned because. What it does is it's always around a very convenient time. Maybe there's a scandal with a politician. Maybe yeah. there's a, a huge thing comes out about the downturn in the economy. Downturn in the economy. Maybe there's a big medical scandal. Stock market. Maybe crash. the stock market crashes. When you mm-hmm. allow people to blow off steam, you can you can redirect anger away from the party and then towards another country, a foreign entity, America, yes. Canada, Japan. They always do this, right? Japan's the number one scapegoat. Japan's usually a number one scapegoat. Mm. And so there's a lot of deep-seated hatred for that. If you turn on the TV, there's anti-Japan war dramas all day on every, every day. channel. Every day. You know, pretty yeah. much every channel, every main major channel. Sure. Uh, news broadcasts, the, the, the slang in Chinese language, uh, you know, Shaoruban, this the the belittling thing they call it, Little Japan or Shaoruban Quades, Jap- yeah, yeah, Little, little Japanese little ghosts, ghosts, Little Japanese devils, right? Yes, yeah. This is very uh, okay to say. This is not like two guys hanging out at the bar. Saying, no, it's just saying racial little slurs. children in kindergarten are saying it's it. Teachers, the, uh, the leaders, s- school plays in kindergarten school are plays. about killing Japanese people. It's a deep. 
deep. You can deep go to these set. theme parks where you can bayonet. Yes, Japanese. Uh, like Japanese soldiers, soldiers. Straw, straw men. They like have like right. a like a straw a, man argument. Yeah, an effigy yeah. of a Japanese soldier yeah. that's made out of straw in a, in a uniform, and little children, like five year olds, are bayoneting yeah. these things. I actually like, went to one where there was American soldiers. Yeah, you get yeah. that too. It's it's ridiculous. It's teaching people discrimination and hatred on an industrial scale, and everybody gets taught this. There's no exceptions. Sure. Everybody gets taught to hate the Japanese in China. So everyone. Br- so bring this back. Yeah. Right? You wonder by oh, the state. Yes, it's state-sanctioned hatred. Right? Yeah. And it is. And it's scary. Mm-hmm. And it's really messed up. But it's for a reason. Because, yes. like I said, the party is ultimately the most scared of people. You know, standing up to rebel against them. Mm. If you can misdirect, or if you can redirect that, and you can take some of the heat off the central government, then. They're not too worried anymore. They can have a, a bay, they can, you know, yeah. an effigy basically to, yeah, bay, to for bayonet for people to bayonet yeah. and kind of relieve some of their steam. So, what happened here? You won't be surprised when ex prime minister, no matter what opinions you have about him, by the way, it yeah. doesn't really matter. This no. is more about, um, you know, the public opinion, public sentiment. What happened? We were not surprised to see just the absolute atrocious things that people did and said. And unfortunately, you know, I, I want to say this is that. You, you know, you can look at this two ways. Yes, China is a huge country with 1.4 billion people. Mm-hmm. And yes, there are a ton of reasonable people that didn't say things like this. Yes. However, the, the, the issue I have with this is that a huge, huge chunk of people did say awful things and, and you know, showed themselves to be very callous about this and mm-hmm. say awful, awful, horrible things. Yes. And the second way I look at this is it's not even necessarily their fault because if you've been indoctrinated from like a three-year-old to hate mm. this other being that's actually a demon sick entity that's your enemy and you want to kill your whole life, yeah. of course you're going to say bad stuff about this. Sure. It's in, It's not, like I said, I think the analogy is good. It's not two dudes sitting there saying racial slurs at a bar in Alabama. It's no. not like, yeah, you know, like saying sure. horrible things about, you know, people of a different color. This is ingrained so deeply that it's, no one thinks it's bad at all to say any of this no. stuff. And the, the reason I wanted to bring this up, and I, I think this is very necessary to preface this, not to cover anyone's asses, but to say you have to understand going into this why people would act like this. Mm. And number two, you have to understand that the Chinese government is trying to play off their citizens' actions like it's a couple bad people yeah. when they've they've created this monster. They've created they've it. And, it. And they're trying to look like the good guy. It is not... A minority, it's the no, majority. It's the majority. So they might say, oh, a couple of bad eggs, and they might be now going out trying to censor sure. some of this stuff, but I'm telling you, it's the majority. If you live in China, if this subject of Japan or Japanese people ever comes up, the majority of the people, in fact, 99% of people will have bad things to say about Japan and Japanese people. Sure. Very do, few people don't. I got to go back for something. Yeah. Everyone's mad because I'm doing the Alabama thing again. Yeah. Okay. I've so actually been guys, to Alabama. Two guys. So have I. Oh, you have? Of course. I've been to every yeah. state. Okay. You know that. So why do you single it out? Then? I don't know. It's just like a stereotype. So mm. imagine two guys are sitting in Louisiana, right? Why is it going to be the South? Or How about Arkansas? Nebraska? Or Nebraska. Nebraska. Mm. Or California. Two guys are sitting in California. They'll get canceled, though. No, they will. That's yeah. why I'm just Some, using easy... Someone to... will come and stand up to them and say, like, uh, I'm calling the cops on you. Yeah, I'll put it to you this way. 
picture wherever you would think people are making racial stereotypes, yeah. you're in that bar. It yeah. doesn't matter where you are. It doesn't have to be Alabama. Yeah, you, okay. you could be in like, I don't know, Brakpan in South Africa or something. You could be in Bulgaria. Remember you. You gotta understand, China. <laughs> gotta yes. understand. Anyway, China. let's get into yeah. what actually happened here. Absolutely. Okay, so um, as we all know, Shinzo Abe is the former prime minister of Japan. Love him or hate him. He has been around for a long time. I think he may have been the longest serving prime minister. He was, yeah. Uh, he did a lot to try and bolster Taiwan and Japanese uh, defenses, you know, in the region and stuff. He did a lot of uh, sort of pro-NATO stuff and things like that. Yeah. Just tons of people love him. Those tons people of people like hate him. him. Yeah. Just like Obama or Biden or anyone else. Or anyone else. Either way, he's a politician, okay? Um, unfortunately, during a campaign speech yesterday, he was gunned down by a psychopath with a homemade shotgun. shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. I was shocked to hear this. Um, and we're not here to discuss like how it went down. No. But I was shocked to hear it because of uh, Japan's crazy, crazy gun laws. And I want to give some people some facts about sure. Japan's gun laws. So you can't have guns in Japan, obviously. Yeah. Can't. C-A-N-T. It's not the U.S. Um, there are rare cases for There are rare too. cases. So you can have a gun if you are a skeet shooter or a target shooter. Mm-hmm. You have to pass background checks. Then... You have to keep your gun at the police station and they like rent it out. Basically, you have to sign it out and it has to be like disassembled and you can carry carry it only to the shooting facility, apparently. Mm-hmm. Do that and then you have to return it. There's also something about the bullets. There's also something, every single bullet is like registered to that yeah. person. Anyway, long story short, that's why you, you know, when I was, I was shocked to hear and then I found out it was a homemade gun, it made a lot more sense. Sure. Right. Uh, but this is not here to talk about what, what went down. The most important thing that happened here was that uh, an ex-leader was lost, a democratically yeah. elected leader. Yeah. And something we have personal experience with is the polar opposite. I think China's doing a great job of trying to it, it make some equivalencies or something with different countries. But China's not a democracy. It's no. a full one-party dictatorship. When you go to Japan, like like we saw when we were there, the democracy is taken very seriously. You got Japan. these weird, like politicians standing on buses yeah. making speeches and I stuff. Saw it's a kind of bizarre. White guy. I know it's so Japanese. strange. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And you can run for politics in Japan, and you. And the thing is, people take it very seriously and get down to earth with their with their people. Yeah. Right. I remember there's a lot of campaigning going on in uh, this small town. I was outside of Mount Fuji in this small mm-hmm. town, in uh, Hakone, I believe, mm-hmm. and. There was a lot of campaigning going on. People were giving me stuff and waving. Everyone's friendly. But the politicians were right there. It wasn't a representative. The mm. politician was there on the ground doing yeah. it, right? Yeah. So the campaigning is, it's very, it's not like China. Yeah. It's a full on, it's a, actually, if you look at the Freedom Index, it's it's slightly freer than So it's not US. like Xi Jinping standing in a railway station with like exactly. no one nearby. Correct. And I don't want people to get like, think that they're like two different sides of the coin or something. These are worlds apart. Sure. These are worlds apart here. So mm-hmm. Shinzo Abe was not even serving at the time. I mean, he's an ex prime minister. Yeah, but he's doing a campaign speech. Because he obviously wants to re re his party. Yeah, for his party. party. Right. He, he stepped down himself yeah, for health reasons. Yeah. He doesn't want to get reelected, but he's speaking on behalf of his party. So Got some pretty bad health reasons now. Absolutely. The worst. The worst. He's dead. Yeah. So, um, it's unfortunate. It's, it's tragic. And I think we really need to cut to the chase here. Yeah. So let me, I'm yeah. getting to it. Right. So China, what we noticed was right on our radar, very mm. quickly, China puts out this tweet. So pulls oh, out, yeah. Says, In the Global Times. You read it, yeah. 
They put out, the gunman has been identified as a former member of Japan's self-defense force who obtained the firearm through the advantage of his job, Japanese media citing Nara police. Now, first of all, we know it's a homemade gun, so he did not obtain a firearm through his job. This is just bullshit. They, they jumped, jumped, on, jumped on it. They put this tweet out. Im- Chinese state media. Chinese state media. Immediately, some speculative bullshit, and they took the tweet down. Obviously, it's fake. They were probably told to reel it in because... In the beginning, I think the Global Times always is very insensitive and very brash and uh, they really just go out there and they talk absolute crap. They don't care how tragic it is. They don't care. They just say some snarky comment. Yes. Okay. The fact of the matter is they got reeled back in because I think the Chinese government realized that this is not the right um, way to approach this because, you know, there's a lot of tensions in the area. Yeah. And if you want to really go and piss everybody off right now, it's a bad idea, but it yeah. was kind of too late right. because not only state media, but the any post about the the reported shooting right in the beginning when they're saying like <clears throat> breaking news, um, it's reported that uh, you know Shinja Abe has been shot. Immediately, the comments that are upvoted with hundreds of thousands of votes are saying things like you know pop the champagne, let's celebrate, you know that kind of thing. Yeah. So they had to reel this back and delete a bunch of stuff and you know mute a bunch of things. And then they kind of put a, a China extends sympathy, hopes Abe is out of danger soon tweet. Uh, I mean, uh, a Global Times article, right? They said that, but that's not what the Chinese internet was saying. Okay, the Chinese internet was saying tons of terrible things. Yeah, which we'll get into. Um, I just wanted to show the absolute insanity that Global Times, so the Chinese state media, yeah. just ran with this. Like, ins- insane. Look at this. Right. Like, the attack on Abe will certainly provoke the Japanese right wing. Abe's successor and supporters may seize the incident to push his free and open Indo-Pacific and active participation in the Quad and facilitate NATO's entry into East Asia. So, Abe was uh, very The guy's much, not even dead yet, no, or he's yeah. like not even cold, and they're putting this stuff up. Yeah, well, China's very scared about Japan's trajectory. They're going, Japan's going super pro-West, mm. right? That's the trajectory, right? Right. Absolutely not going anywhere closer to China, that's for sure. Yeah. And to have the West in the Pacific like this with a very strong Asian ally like Japan is yeah. it's it's China's worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. So this is their chance to kind of like, this is what's gonna happen. Don't let this happen. Yeah, don't, and don't let China be affected. They go again, right wing forces in Japan may become more active and tout war again amid uh, economic downturn, social divisions, and attack on hashtag Abe may accelerate the revision of uh, pacifist constitution um, and cause ripple effect to foreign policy like ties with China and US. So what they're worried about now is that, oh, like there's going to be people that'll come out and be like, see, see, our national security is is uh, in danger from, from forces like China. And then there's going to be more anti-China. Yeah. They're so, so paranoid about the, the quad and all these things. They really just kept forces. tweeting out this photo yeah. of the actual shot. Of we, him, we, we censored this, yeah. obviously. They were using that for political clout. They were using that to purposes. say, oh, well, you know, now. For their own agenda. Yeah. yeah, exactly, which is kind of crappy. So this is Chinese state media. Anyway, they kept going on about this nonsense. Um, and then, uh, what else? They just kept going. They just kept on the attack going. on could stimulate the Japanese right to promote popular xenophobic and even extreme political goals. Expert. And if you look at the, the, the posting of these tweets, it's like almost every hour. It's rapid fire. They every just hour. want to capitalize on this and use it for a pro-China yeah. agenda. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty gross. Yeah, it's awful. You know, the way, like, the Chinese media went ape, mm-hmm. ape shit with this. 
And then they put out, oh, China was shocked by the incident, blah, blah, blah. So what they do is they say, oh, all this bad shit's going to happen. Japan's going to be super anti-China. We're so worried about ourselves, by the way. We're so sorry. We hope Yeah, that Shinzo only Abe. comes later. Yeah. And this is the same publication, by the yeah. way, the Global Times. We're so worried yeah. about Shinzo Abe. We hope he gets better. That's, that's yeah, exactly. the most two-faced bullshit you've seen. You saw it rapid fire. We're watching it come out. And we're like, did you see this? Yeah. Did you see this? Did you see this? Anyway, you can see they deleted their own tweet. That was... Yeah. That was obviously the tweet they put out about the guy getting the gun through his like. Again, Work they were they there. were trying to say that you know because he worked for the defense, you know the yeah. kind of navy or whatever. Yeah. That's bad, and he can get guns to kill. Right. But obviously that wasn't true, no. and they just put just out this, this misinformation nonsense. Um, but yeah, now here's the the real uh, the the root of of things. Something we really need to show you is um, immediately when you had an official post about this whether it be whichever news organization in China, which they're all the same, okay? People were, were talking about and getting upvoted for saying things like, the people of Shanxi extend, extend our warm congratulations to this. Also, the people of Jiangsu extend our warm All the different places, they're basically saying, this is fantastic, and all the people of these different provinces, we extend our congratulations to his death, you know, to the killer, um, which is pretty disgusting. Even worse, while he was still alive at least in the news they were saying that he was in a critical condition people were wishing him death okay in these comments on these official things they were saying right. congratulations to the shooter and we wish that abe dies you know this kind of thing disgusting stuff yeah now again you might think that's fringe you might think it's fringe but no those are the top upvoted comments those are comments that are reaching the top yeah i mean it's and i think i'm glad you pulled this up first because this it's much less important than what we're about to show yeah. When you have businesses catering to it, then you're going to show what public sentiment is. Yes. So here we it's go. Not fringe. Now, you might be curious as to how they have such a quick turnaround time to be able to make banners for their businesses. Yeah. We're going to show you. Yeah. We yeah. actually have footage to show you how. But businesses immediately now, by, bear in mind, these pictures were taken yesterday. Okay. Mm. While he was still not officially dead yet. Right. Okay. Banners were going up around the businesses. What does this particular one say? It says, in celebration of Abe's death, buy one, get one free. Yeah, it says, uh, so that means like everything in the shop. Yeah. Buy one, get one free. Yeah. Okay. In celebration of his death. Great, eh? Yeah. Um, let's see. This is a, a that's a, above some kind. I don't know if it's a, what kind of shop it is. Okay. Here's like a restaurant. Um, and it also, what does this one say? Oh, this says by in celebration of Shinjo Abe's death, uh, buy one get one free for three for the days. Next three days for the yeah. next three days. Yeah. Buy one get one free. So in celebration of his, of the murder of yeah. um, Shinjo Abe is the correct way to to say it. Yeah, and that is um, Naita. Yeah, it so it's milk like tea. milk tea. So yeah. it's like buy one milk tea and get one free for the next three days to celebrate the murder of uh, Shin, Shinjo Abe. Yeah, it's classy. Yeah, stay classy, China. Um, this one. This is like a like a three days weekend carnival. Carnival, yeah, I'd say carnival. Everything off. Forty percent uh, off. Forty percent off, yeah. So everything Leo, for, the, for the the Jomo sort of weekend. Yeah. Yeah, for the three day weekend. So weekend. everything for the three day weekend is forty percent off. And it says to to celebrate to the celebrate, passing yeah. of Shinjo. So, and they use the word like kind of carnival. Yeah, this is a three okay. day it's like a carnival yeah. celebration. Yeah, lovely. How about the this handwritten note to what today oh, yeah. is a great day basically is what yeah, it's it saying says, there. Today is a happy day. Yeah. Um, former Prime Gao, Minister. Zheng Gaoxing. Yeah, it's former. Zhe, prime, what do yeah, it? yeah. 
yeah. former Prime Minister uh, Shinzo Abe has been shot dead. Uh, let's celebrate. Everyone's spending over 100 yuan. We'll get an 8.8 yuan discount. Yeah, so you get 8.8 yuan off if you, if you spend 100 yuan. Yeah. For, so for the celebration of him being shot dead. Mm-hmm. That's these that's are the um, okay. Is. Now this one's handwritten. The other ones were printed signs. Yeah. These are on businesses. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, we've got people celebrating his death in WeChat uh, groups. You know, having a big laugh about it. I'll yeah, out of there. You can see they're having a big ha ha ha. Yeah, that's. I, I'm more focused on these like public displays. Sure, there. obviously that, that's public sentiment. Yeah, in, in general, this one in particular really pisses me off. Because it says, you know, in celebration of the assassination of Shinjo Abe, all beers will be buy one, get one free. Yeah, it says assassination. Yeah, so I mean, it's basically, you know, um, you buy one beer, you get one free. Great. So it's like, let's have a big celebration. Free beers all around, basically, yeah. because he's yeah. been killed. Yeah. Isn't that bloody disgusting? Yeah. I, you know what? Here's the thing. If Xi Jinping were uh, to die... Or whatever. Let's just say he were to die of a heart yeah, he attack. He just died, yeah. Okay? I'd be kind of like, well, great. Finally, we're rid of him. Okay? Right. I'll be honest Hopefully with you. Hopefully, there's some reform. Yeah, but I'm yeah. not going to go out and celebrate no, Absolutely this. not. Now, especially if he gets assassinated. Yeah, of course. If someone not. went and no. shot him, right. I'd be like, that is that is terrible. That's right. terrible. Right. I don't... Th- this is just not something that can be celebrated. No. Okay? I will say that there's a huge difference, and I, I very, very much think it's not good to make that comparison. Yeah. I didn't, don't think you're doing anything wrong, but I yeah. think people to understand the prime democratically elected prime minister is not the same as a forced dictator of course. that has no term Of course. Limits. I mean, yeah. if Xi Jinping were to um, be, be assassinated, let's just say, for instance... I would think it would be good for the world, personally. But sure. I'm not going to go put a banner outside no. my freaking shop to say, you know, to celebrate the, the assassination of Xi Jinping. You shouldn't celebrate the death of anyone. Half off, yeah. you know. No, no. you shouldn't. No. You should not celebrate the, the, the murder of somebody. Especially not in a jovial way like this. No, on like a national scale. Yeah. On a national scale, using it as a promotion for your shop to give yes. a discount. It's it's sociopath stuff. It is. But it, again, it's stuff that's been in, they've been indoctrinated since babies yeah. to do this. Yeah. When you tell your kids to kill Japanese people and to hate them and that they're evil and they're actually the same as demons. Yeah. Over and over again. And your teacher says that. And your grandpa says that. And your mom says that. Mm-hmm. And the government says that on TV. What do you think is going to happen? Yeah. This, this kind of stuff. It's really gross stuff happens. Yeah. You know. I, I got a little wake-up call for all Chinese people is that the Communist Party of China killed more Chinese people than the Japanese ever did. Yeah. yeah okay. For sure. Maybe not in, in, a, in the same way. The Japanese, it's inexcusable what they did, but I'm saying on a number scale. Yeah, on a number scale. You know. Yeah. Anyway, let's, let's move on. Um, so you might be wondering how these businesses could get these banners printed. This is within hours. Yeah, within hours of hearing that he was shot, okay? Yeah. Not even dead yet, they were putting no. these banners up. No. And here's uh, some old footage of me going to what's called a Guangao shop. You can even see it up there. It says Guangao Dian, yeah. okay? Now what this is, is it's a place that you can go to do advertisement, okay? You find them... Yeah, we used to go these all the time. You find them everywhere, okay? Everywhere, especially in Guangdong. Yeah, yeah. So what it says on the side there is advertising, printing, and whatever. And what you do is you go in there, and they provide a number of services. 
They can print you just a big banner if you want. They can print you, uh, you know, like a photo or something. They can uh, create vinyl stickers for you. That's what I'm doing here, by the way, is getting vinyl stickers made for my helmet. Because if any of you have seen my helmet when I ride uh, motorcycles, I, I have the different countries and the different provinces that I've um, driven around in or, or ridden around on a motorcycle. So I, would, I got those done within like 15 minutes. Okay. And the reason I'm showing you this is you go to those same shops to get those banners made. Yeah, so you can, you can go in there and it's just a standard font. It's a standard kind of propaganda banner. So there's no preparation needed. You just tell them what you want written. They can print it out for you right there. You know, they've got everything ready. They've got the machine. They've got the, the cloth. And it's just like, put on there, you know, to celebrate this and this, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, okay. And they'll print it out. You can get it within 10, 15 minutes. So that's mm-hmm. why there's such a quick turnaround on these signs. Yeah. You don't have to order them or wait for them. No. So a little little lore here. By the way, that cloth that they use for those banners, you'll see those all over China, by yeah. the way. For everything. Yeah, and it all looks the same. The propaganda yeah. always looks like that. Yes. Sometimes it's yellow, it's mostly white on red. Yeah, so av- they use it for advertisements to get people's attention because it's supposed to be propaganda banners. Yeah. So it's the same font yeah, and, it is. and material. There was a, a rumor going around that they were using forced labor in North Korea to make that kind of that specific material, that yeah. cloth. Number two, a bit of lore in these uh, Guanggao shops down south. Uh, these people come from a certain area of Guangdong, which is the Cantonese region. And it's called Chaoshan. Yeah. And the Chaoshan, shout out to all the Chaoshan people that run these shops because they are so industrious. I mean, you get people with like a like elementary school education or have never been to school before. Yeah. That know how to use Photoshop they way know better than so I do. so good. So good. <laughs> and they set up these little shops and the uh, Chaoshan people are very famous for having so many kids and completely ignoring the one child policy. True. They have like, they get married really young too. Yeah. So it'd be like a 19 year old girl, like six kids and she's doing Photoshop with a ba- two yeah. babies here, you know? Yeah, it's we used to get thing. adverts made for yeah. our motorcycle shop and stuff in these kind of places. It's crazy. But you can find them in any little urban village or any yeah. like outskirts of the cities. You find these everywhere. So for those of you wondering how they could get those banners made so quickly, Here's your answer. Just yeah. go to a Guanggao shop. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, of course, we have to look at some more of these sort of despicable comments. Let's let it play through. Otherwise, I'll miss it by mistake, I'm sure. Yeah. But um, uh, look, there's an evil uncle checking me out. <laughs> Freaking evil right. uncle's like, jing. Yeah. It's like, what the hell is this foreigner up to? Mm, hmm. I'll, go, I'll go report him to the... <laughs> To the local security guards. That used to happen to me so much. I'm filming myself and the bloody cops would show up because one of those bastards had ratted me out. Yeah. Because they're taught to do that as well, by the way. Right. You know, be suspicious of all foreigners. See something, say something type thing, you know? So this is actually, this is a good bit of, uh, I don't know, not lore. A good bit of how, like, introduction to how the Chinese internet works. So on video streaming websites, um, like YouTube, Mm. It's weird. You guys will probably find this absolutely infuriating and insane. Oh, I hate it. Wild subtitles. In China, it's called wild subtitles. It's people's live comments will come up. And keep in mind, you might think that's like, wow, they get to write whatever they want. No, no, no. Listen, you can't write like Xi Jinping is bad or overthrow the Chinese government. That's already blocked, you know. Mm -hmm. But they have these live comments that will come up, live subtitles, basically, that were either posted when the video was published. And like that's the comment section right there. Yeah, right? or it'll be like live stuff. I'm just translating some of these. Yeah. They're, they're terrible. Like today like, is a beautiful. great day. Yeah. Congratulations! Wow, this is amazing. Ha ha ha! You know, like 
all this nonsense. Oh, it says beautiful. Pialiana, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah. All these things, you know, today is like really lucky. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking at all these comments and this is because the, the, it's being reported that he's just been shot. And all of these comments is not one of them that are like saying, oh, that feel terrible or condolences or I hope he's okay. It's all like beautiful, good, yeah. great, eat, luck. Eat some amazing. seeds. Yeah. It's like, what the hell? So they're celebrating this. But basically, I wanted to explain. It's like this. tonight I'm going to make food. What right. is that? Jinwan Jiatsai? Yeah. What does that even mean? Oh, great! Now because he's dead, I'm going to make food. Jia, no, jiatsai means add add more dishes yeah. to celebrate. Mm -hmm. if, when you celebrate something, you jiatsai. Yeah, means add, add food. More, you add more dishes. Because yeah, for the celebration. celebration. So you don't feast. just have your it's a feast. So for for once, that that freaking peasant who's made that comment's not just going to eat rice with yeah, a single means, bean on it. It means to have a feast. Yeah. So now I'm going to add an extra bowl of vegetables to the side. Correct. Yeah. Or meat. Anyway, usually it's meat. Yeah, obviously. Um, so this is how the Chinese internet works, though, is that they have these, and people will watch videos mm -hmm. like this. They won't barely see the video. Yeah. Because they, they need to see a lot of how Chinese internet culture works is it's everything's in your face at once. Today so I'm you, eating dumplings. So you need to see people how other people reacted mm -hmm. so that you yourself can react. Yeah. In a way, it's a very interesting cultural phenomenon. Yeah, look, I mean, I've got to be honest with you. I really hate wild subtitles. Oh, it's horrid. I'm it's, just explaining First of it all, like, people. when my wife watches, like, a Korean drama or something, it'll have this. She does that? Well, she used to. I don't know oh, if she does it anymore. But, like, when I was... My wife would go insane. I remember she used to. Uh, I, maybe I put her off it. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen her doing that recently, but every time I'd be like, how can you watch yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. Because that's it blocks the screen. Yeah. It's just it everybody it's saying just, like ha ha. Like you can like, barely Whoa. see Shinjo Abe there. Just imagine you're like watching Bold and the Beautiful and all that's coming up there is like, oh, Ridge is gonna fall, Honestly, have I'd, a fallout I'd with Brooke. I'd probably rather see that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd but I'm just saying, it's comments. like, it, yeah, the that. subtitles are telling you what you should think. Yeah, imagine That's watching the Stranger Things or something, and it's just walls of text. Yeah, and the walls of text blocking everything. And they scroll. And it's like telling you what you should think. Oh, that's scary. Yeah. Oh. You know what, you know what is also super crazy is Japanese internet, too. Yeah. It's mad cluttered, too. But do and, they have wild subtitles? Well, you know what they do have is on their TV shows, they always have celebrity panels with their reaction in the corner yeah, yeah, to yeah. tell you how to react. Japan's super weird, too, about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I mean, yeah. like, anyone who can read Chinese and sees what's yeah, going on here, it's despicable. despicable. The people are basically celebrating this uh, happening in the wild subtitles. They're laughing at it. They're saying how, you know, how they're going to celebrate tonight about it. They're saying how funny it is and how um lucky it is and mm. how what's the word fortunate that yeah. you know yeah, they're, they're talking about fortune they're talking yeah. about all this crap so those are wild subtitles on like a live uh i love broadcast. you china <laughs> yeah why seriously what does it have to do with anything uh other ccp shills and sycophants that work for the chinese yes, government chinese state media as well yeah. but it's a foreigner from new yeah. zealand says, guess what? China's 1.4 billion people hold a kaleidoscope of different views. They're not a monolith. See, this, this is the, the yeah. state narrative right now. Is, I thought it was interesting to see a foreign. Well, I shouldn't say a foreigner. He works for Chinese yeah, state yeah. media. But uh, it literally says Chinese state affiliate media. Yeah, media. Yeah, it is. But anyway, like this dude and like Chinese state media in general, they're, how they're trying to play this, because it looks really bad as a pockmark, right? Sure. They've created this massive beast of hatred. Yeah. And everyone's like, dude, that's pretty gross. Like, why are they saying that kind of stuff? Like, what's wrong with China? It's making China look bad. And right. that's China's worst nightmare. They've created a nightmare. Yes. That's simultaneously their worst nightmare. Yes. And this is mirroring uh, the Chinese government sentiment flawlessly. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, of course some people said that, but it's not all people. Yeah, but look at how he finishes it off. He yeah. says, 
Some are happy, sure, and they have every right to be. That's tell me that's not an endorsement. Of course, that's an endorsement. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's an endorsement for assassination of a of a yeah. political leader, oh, an like, ex political yeah. leader. Some people are happy to have every right to be happy that he was assassinated. Yeah. And again, like you said, they're trying to downplay it by saying it's just a few. It's, it's a, a big population. That's what they do with the There'll always be a few bad eggs. Movement. Yeah, there'll yeah. be a few bad eggs. Yeah. Meanwhile, no. It's why are people seeing this? It's not because it's a few. If it's a few, oh, no, it's, you it's wouldn't the, see it. It's the majority, yeah. right? And the thing is, like I said, I think the greatest thing you can do to really kind of not make excuses for this, but to understand it, is to, to realize the Chinese government created this. The Chinese people didn't have an inherent hatred. They weren't born with hatred in their heart for Japan or for no. any, any country in the world. No. It's a political tool to further the leadership of the Chinese Communist Party. And yeah. it's only that, yeah. right? So this guy is another tool in the co uh, wheel in the cog. He certainly is a tool, I'll tell you that much. Tool in the, a tool in the bag. He's, just a, he's just a freaking tool, yeah. you know? Yeah, quite literally. Yeah, awful. Of the Chinese government. Anyway, as things were unfolding... Um, Australian Chinese dissident Badio Cao was translating some of the popular comments. Yeah, there's lots and lots. They're just coming out now. Yeah, as, but this was as it was happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying there's more. If you t we, like, we missed a billion of them already. Yeah. Because of just as we speak, it's going crazy. Yeah, exactly. So he uh, just I a couple. It's too small. I can't see these. You can't see them. Okay. Uh, so he he's just translating a few. So it says like from WeChat. Um, it says I hope. Uh, it is the current Japanese prime minister. I, it means I wish. I wish it yeah. was. He got the yeah. tense wrong. And the Korean one too that got shot. And then from Weibo, congratulations from the people of Shanxi. Um, eat an extra bowl, bowl of rice. rice, just like we were saying earlier, Jia Tsai, yeah. right? Um, over here, it's like from Weibo, congrats. Uh, oh, we read that one. I am waiting for Abe's death. So yeah. now this, this is obviously when um, he was still in critical condition. People are saying, I'm waiting for... Um, Abe's death. Who is the attacker? I want to donate money to him. Uh, I have to say, it's great news. You know, these are comments that are going around on the very popular platforms, basically the Twitter of China. Yeah. Um, it says, uh, from WeChat, thank you, anti-Japanese hero. I can laugh now. Um, from WeChat, party time. Hope the man, man has trouble. Hope the gun is fine. And then F, F it, I'm so happy. All right, there's just some, some of these uh, uh, posts. So uh, according to Badiou Tsao here, it says Chinese nationalists on Weibo have begun to celebrate that Japan's XPM is shot during a campaign today. They call the attacker a hero and send death wishes to Abe. Um, and it, it is incredibly popular and it is the majority of people. Mm -hmm. I'm sick and tired of defending these awful um, netizens, by the way. And as somebody who has so many ties to China, as we do, fa familial ties and also many friends and so on, there are certain things that cannot be defended. Um, and in this particular situation, you cannot say that it's a minority, a small little minority that's uh, reacting this way. When you know for a fact that it's actually the majority of people in China hold the sentiment because that's what they've been taught. Mm -hmm. You know, this is one of those situations where you can't get away with it. You know... Um, the opposite seems to happen here in the States. People seem to think that the KKK is somehow omnipresent, mm. you know, in the whole country, but it is actually a very small minority. Mm. You don't really run into 
members of the KKK. I've never run into one. I don't no, know about you. No. But you hear about them all the time. Yeah, they exist okay? in a very small... <laughs> the difference is, is that in order to run into these kind of comments on the Chinese internet, which is the most heavily censored internet in the world, mm. okay, and for them to come to the forefront so quickly... And for people to go and put banners on their freaking shops and in the windows of their shops and so on, celebrating the, the death of this, shows you that it's not a small minority. No. It's not a tiny little clan of people living in I was going to say, more hills. so than the internet comments, it's yeah. seeing in public businesses. Like, yeah. you can't excuse that. No, you, you can't. You can't excuse that. You can't. It's, it shows you that the sentiment is so widely accepted mm. that people would feel no shame to put up a banner outside of their business. No. Their place of business. Yeah. Yeah. To say this it's kind cra- of thing. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's a political tool for the Chinese you, government. You know, like, uh, you wouldn't get a like a business here, no. for instance, putting up something that's terribly racist or something. It wouldn't right. be like, F, F the N-word or something and put it out if, in front of their business. Honestly, and if they did... It'd get destroyed. Oh, I mean, like, yeah. what a bad idea that yeah. would be for them. Absolutely. And there would not only just get destroyed, you'd have boycotts, you would have... All kinds of pushback. It would be exposed, you know. In China, all that happens is if that kind of stuff leaks, yeah, like it does, because now, for instance, we're talking about it, the images of those restaurants, etc., will be removed from the internet, and that's yeah. where it will end. There will be yeah. no repercussions for the shop owners who put that crap up. And then the Chinese government will lay claim to the fact that n- almost no one thinks that and way. And it's only a small it's little a small minority little of minority. bad eggs type and thing. And they had nothing to do with this, yeah. by the way. If we didn't create this monster. If it's a small minority, why do we all see this from the most controlled internet in the world? Yeah, I mean, they could shut it down in two seconds. They could have. Yeah, They could have prevented it, yeah. but they allowed it to... Garner so they endorse much. It. It's on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. It is, they, they want to have their cake and eat it too. They do. Um, one thing that I didn't include here, which I forgot to include uh, to give you for the media pack, was the fact that um, the, there was a reporter in China, a Chinese reporter, uh, who was reporting on the situation live. Yeah. And uh, she was getting very upset that mm. uh, Shinji Abe had been shot. She was, you know, close. Because to... as we're about to talk about in the next slide, there are reasonable people. Yes, there are, of course, reasonable people. In China. But she was um, getting uh, emotionally upset during her, her news cast. Okay, she was casting live. And she got attacked by Chinese netizens for being unpatriotic. for Because being... she should celebrate. Yeah, that she's upset that he was shot. Right. You know? Right. And this is a very unhealthy situation. It's... Super gross. And this is something that everybody around the world needs to pay attention to because this is the way that China reacts to these kind of things. This yeah. is this is the real sentiment of the Chinese people. Right. This is the real sentiment. If you're And it's on purpose. Yeah. It's it what the government has fostered through education and yeah. through brainwashing and through But it's not their outward appearance. No. That's the problem, is they want to look like a peaceful diplomatic dove like country that doesn't have any problems in the whole world, is not colonial colonialist or imperialist, yeah. I should say. Yeah. Doesn't go and spread around the world with with malice mm. and in ill intent, does not take advantage of people all around the world and is and it does not have any military ambitions. That's what they're trying to portray to the world. Yeah. Meanwhile, doing the exact opposite over and over and over again, and that's why we keep having to cover this crap, is because they do one thing and say something completely the opposite, and it's enough. Because that's what molds diplomatic relationships. Mm-hmm. It's what molds economic agreements. It's what molds, like whatever official words the Chinese government says is what molds how diplomacy works with China. Yeah. And 
the, the world can't operate like that because mm. their actions are wildly different from what they're saying diplomatically. Correct. Correct. And that's what soft power is. Yeah. Their soft power is their ability to change your mind to think that they're doing one thing. Meanwhile, they're doing another Correct. thing. That's why we have the soft power hour here right. on our show is to right. show you this. And it is what the Chinese government says and what they do are two completely different things. The amount of anti-Japanese rhetoric that you hear on the news and you see on the TV and these fantasy dramas that they have every day on TV is disgusting. Right. You can pick any nationality right now, okay? You choose it. Think of a nationality that your country had a conflict with in the past and has a problem with, okay? You choose it, whichever one you want. Yeah. Now, imagine your government made TV shows every day depicting those people as subhuman animals. All right. Every single day blamed that country from something that happened a hundred years ago, ninety years ago, whatever Which the hell it horrific, was. Which yes, is horrific. Yes, not horrific. Not relevant now. No, it's relevant for history. Yes, and to 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 learn lessons from that. But imagine that your government was so focused on daily teaching you to hate a specific nation. Yes, or a specific over race. Over and over and over. Nonstop. Again. And then called them demons and devils and dirty and bad and yeah. dumb and, and little showing and ugly. You, showing you just disgusting, abhorrent things day in and day out when it comes to that person. Um, what happens when uh, one day something terrible happens to somebody in that country? You know what happens? Everyone celebrates because they've been taught to celebrate. And that's what we're seeing here. You know, you can say that the West really hates Nazis, right? Yeah. But that doesn't mean they hate Germans. No. Right? Correct. Because what you're doing is you're hating... Why would you hate Germans? A political party from that time Correct. that brought that about this terrible... The of course. You cannot say that a German... So let's just say, I don't know, Angela Merkel has a, an assassination attempt or an assassination or, or something. Whatever, yeah. People are not going to go like, yay, death to Nazis. No, it does, it's not relevant. No. She's no. got nothing to do with the... Nazis. you know. Yeah. The Nazi party. No. And that's a big difference here is that China, the Chinese government demonizes Japanese people. Yes. As yes. in every Japanese person. Yes. Now. Now. Currently. Man, woman, child, yeah. doesn't matter. They demonize them. And they're not demonizing, you know, Emperor Hirohito's bullshit little, nope. you know, I'm God thing. Nope. And his little clan and his, all that nonsense from that Horrible time. Shit that no. They did. Yeah. What they're doing is they're demonizing Japanese people and the country. Now. Yes, now. And all of them, without exception. So when you get a leader in Japan like this or ex-leader who's assassinated and it's a tragedy, you see this huge amount of celebration, you know? And that is the result of it, really. So. Now, the flip side of that, mm -hmm. which I thought was very interesting, is there are obviously a lot of reasonable Chinese people. Yes, there are, but they do but not they, have a voice. They can't do anything. And yeah. you have to look so hard to find stuff like this, but it's ingenious. Right? Yeah. So all of a sudden, the hidden populace, the ones in China that are just ready, ready to do something about, like not, not anything violent, but ready to, mm -hmm. ready to um, rebel, ready yeah. to speak up, but finding ways to do it. Mm -hmm. This will show you how repressed things are. Yeah. The Chinese government had to ban certain playlists or orderings of songs, right? Mm -hmm. And I'll tell you why. Some, a lot of Chinese people started listening to songs based on their title to make them go on the charts, yes. right? And let me, let me read you some of these titles. So this one says, 为什么不是你, which means, 
Why isn't it you? Why wasn't it you? Yeah, why wasn't it you? Why isn't it you? Yeah. The next one is called Xi Wang Shini, which means I wish it was I wish you. it was you. <laughs> yeah. The next one says Xia Yi Ge Jiu Shini. Yeah, the next one's gonna be you. And the last one says Zui Zui Hou Shini Jiao Hao. Yeah, exactly. Right at the end, it'll the, be you, the last and that's one, good. Yeah, the last one is you. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can just use your imagination as to what people are thinking about that. Yeah. Just use your imagination. Obviously, they're thinking about Xi Jinping there. Yeah, and that was kind of interesting to see that come out. Yeah, uh, they they shut that down. Shut real that down really quick quickly yeah. because there is that sentiment in China. Yeah, of course. Um, not that anyone's calling for that. It's just that that is there is a lot of deep seated hatred and sentiment for in the democratic Chinese people that want a voice. Yeah, we get messages from them all the time. Correct. So now you know how the and I hate I hate to say this, but the majority of the Chinese internet has been reacting to this sort of thing. Of course, there have been people who've been sympathetic, and we've even seen the diplomats, the wolf warriors, try their best to be diplomatic in this uh, particular situation. Obviously, they know that it's the wrong time to be pissing everybody off because um, the way things are going in that region, yeah. like I said earlier, if they were to insult, um, you know, people too much, yeah, with this kind of ha ha, you know, like let's celebrate that you're someone you care about. You know, one of your leaders has been murdered. Ha ha. Cause that's what they're doing. They right. realize that that might rub some people up the wrong way and it might make them think, well, if that's the way you think about it, screw you. There's no reason that we have to be diplomatic towards you. For sure. You know, For sure. absolutely. Which quite honest is honestly, that's what China needs. They need people yeah. to stop being diplomatic because yeah. China's, Probably the least diplomatic country, other than like Duarte or whatever his name is, or you know Duterte. some of these Duterte is that his name? Yeah, you know people like that who just say absurd things. Right. There are a couple out there, North sure. Korea and stuff. But yeah. when it comes to like being diplomatic, China's one of the worst countries in the world. Mm. Their idea of being diplomatic is to insult people, mm. you know, mm-hmm. and to do this wolf warrior shit mm-hmm. all where the they, time, where they demonize and become incredibly racist and domestically. Yes. And then outwardly say, oh, we are the savior of the world. Yeah. We hate every, we hate but everyone. Even but even outwardly, I mean, look at like yeah. the, what's his stupid name? Jolly Jin with showing Australian, CG Australian soldier cutting a child's throat and stuff like that. Who does I mean, that? Yeah, That's not diplomacy. Like next level bad. It's not, there is no diplomacy. The there. Chinese government is next level bad. It's terrible. Yeah. It's really bad. They constantly whine and moan about like, oh, poor us. We're not treated well. But they're the ones that are the, you oh, know, just it's just projection, yeah. you know? Yeah. They're the ones that are the worst when it comes to diplomacy out there. So I don't know what they're whining about. No. But, you know, the fact of the matter is the rest of the world has been treating China very well. If you were to weigh it up compared to the actions of the Chinese government, yeah. I think they've been treated more than fairly being yeah, allowed into absolutely. the UN human rights and all this other nonsense and people taking them seriously. Yeah. Um, and maybe it's time the rest of the world does a little tit for tat. And mm. when this kind of terrible behavior comes out of China, which is state encouraged. People call it out. Yeah. It needs to be called out. And we, there needs to be apologies. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. They need oh, to make us. You will never once. Give no, and they need to the make Chinese a government. strong, bloody statement to the populace of China to say this is not okay. This is bad behavior. Because they won't say that. Because they made it. Yeah. It only serves them if they do that. They admit they're wrong, and then people start to question the Chinese government. See how easy this is to figure out. Yeah. They will yeah. never do that. Yeah. It's impossible for them. They made this monster. Yeah. They want it to be like that. They do. But they want the rest of the world to think that they're doves. Yes. Correct. 
It's terrible. Anyway, let's hit some super chats before we move on. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, Dylan says in Albania there is a Taiwan club based. Oh, that's cool. Victor Hardison, thank you very much. Doc Slothington, old Doc here. Enjoy the chill vibe on the Monday show. Oh, thank you. Definitely a more relaxed feel. Than the Friday shows. Actually, let's use that as a segue. What is a segue? Um, well, remember, guys, we um, last last week we started this new thing. If you're a patron of the podcast here, um, of a specific tier, you get to watch our Monday show, which is something completely different to this. So we thought we'd show you a little yeah, I didn't clip. Really think about that. This is these are a few little highlights. Don't worry, it's, it's less than a minute. We're going to show you a little clip of what we talked about on Monday. So let's get us out of here, and we'll show you that back then it's 2020 hindsight to realize how a lot of china looks does that yeah. make sense yeah i mean this, this this to us was kind of normal well, it was i mean like i wasn't filming it because i thought it was weird i was yeah. filming the journey to get to the car let's take a look at the crash test here that looks very safe to me it, you just want it to stop but it never stopped no yeah. which was this bizarre yeah. very bizarre german brewery slash restaurant that nobody went to no. at all this is 95% of what you see, and yeah. we film none of it because yeah. we want China to look good. So yeah, you see the, the waitresses, they even had them dressed up in like uh, Bavarian kind of German. Yeah. There's one of the guys who worked there, one of yeah. the owners. This is Serpent ZA exclusive. Yeah. Serpent ZA, tell us, explain to us, what kind of snake is this? What I don't know. What snake is this? It's a Hold one. it still. I'm gonna put it in the grass. <laughs> So, um, can you pause it? Yeah. Okay, let me talk about this real quick. Sure. So, uh, for all of you guys that don't know, we had a fantastic time, like I said, on Monday. Um, and it's going to be every Monday. Yes. Um, so, we've structured it. So, we talk about stuff that uh, people have never heard about or something. It's something relevant to China, obviously, but with a personal anecdotes, pictures, videos, all that kind of stuff. Really good. Some of our adventures, some of our crazy foibles. And actually, we talked about... Uh, in this episode, we talked about Volkswagen's weird relationship with yeah. China because we have a lot of experience with that. You had lived fairly close to the Volkswagen factory, which yeah. we went to this weird, bizarre German, German restaurant house, there yeah. that was set up just for the factory. There's only one customer. There's one customer. There's this megalopolis, basically. <laughs> sure. I bought one of the first Chinese cars ever made, uh, mm -hmm. Volkswagen Santana, did road trips and stuff in that. But basically, can you take us out of that so people can see? Yeah. Um, it's called Xiaoban Ho, which means like uh, after work. Mm -hmm. And it's a place for we live stream every Monday at two uh, two o'clock PT and five uh, PM ET, mm -hmm. and everyone's there. Um, we talk to you live while we're doing it. Yeah, right. Um, and it's only going out to the patrons in that tier. And then uh, if you don't have to be there live because it'll stay up on Patreon. Yeah, you can watch it later. Like you, if you were to join that patron tier, you could go and watch. Um, yeah, last Monday's. I highly, highly, highly recommend it because it was. Probably some of our most fun work, and every single person that was in the show mm -hmm. um, said that they had such an awesome time. Well, it's a lot more personal. It's, it's very just, personal. It's kind of like it's a like VIP a VIP player. club. In kind a way. of. Kind it's of. really fun. By the way, the, the snake that I picked up there uh, turns out it was a, like a bamboo viper, yeah. viper very, very um, which is an incredibly venomous snake. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I realized that after I'd picked it up. Yes. And I threw it away very quickly into the grass when I realized yes. that it was actually going to kill me if I let yes. it bite me. Um, we were a little... We were quite drunk, so... Yeah. Intoxicated. That was back in the day, yeah. Yeah. 
Anyway, um, let's move on, shall we? Yeah, I'm just pulling up. Uh, we had a bit of a hiccup with the Super Chats, but our moderator got all of them. Oh, it did. Okay, um, good. So he's going to be sending them to us. I just have to send him a message so you can talk a little bit. Okay, so, well, I guess then we're going to just move straight into our next Yeah, segment. yeah. Well, I mean, we have. I'll pull them up in a second, but yeah. Yeah, okay. do that. So, um, well, we're going to talk about Wumao Corner now. Now, those of you who don't know what Wumao Corner is, Wumao Corner is where we talk about... The trolls, okay? The 50 Cent Army. But this time we're talking about a different kind of a troll. We're going to talk about one of our favorite trolls, um, our Australian mate, uh, Drew Pavlou. Because guess what he's up to? You have any idea what he's up to? Uh, probably causing shit. That's what he does. Um, he's at Wimbledon. <laughs> okay. Okay. So strawberries and cream, um, as you, you know, is very famous. What? Well, you don't know about that? That uh, sounds familiar. Well, with Wimbledon, it's all about strawberries and cream. You can all look right. it up later and educate yourself on some culture. Tell me. You always yeah. put me on the spot. Tell me what? what it means. It's what people do when the Wimbledon tournament why? comes along. Because it's tradition. But why? Because tradition is tradition. No. Why do you, you, why do you, you like... You did this to me last show, so I'm doing it to you this time. That's the tradition. Why? Strawberries and cream, because that's what you do at Wimbledon. But why? There is no why. There's definitely Why no do you why? drink eggnog at Christmas? Because somebody came up with it. And yeah, somebody some... came up with a freaking strawberries and cream for Wimbledon. Yeah, but there's going to be a And story. you know why? Because the Wimbledon Wombles decided that they're going to go and get the strawberries and this the cream. This is all made up shit. Yeah, anyway, that's how it's it is. It's all fake. It's not fake, it's true. I'm just getting all the super chats. Yeah, so. yeah. Anyway, while you wonder about why you don't know about strawberries and cream for a minute there, uh, let's see what You're he did. Gaslighting me again. <laughs> no, I'm this not. I'm cyber bully. Straw, straw manning you. Strawberry Whatever that is. You. That sounds bad. <laughs> it's terrible. Anyway, um, we all know Peng Shui, um, who tweeted out uh, allegations that she was sexually harassed and, well, basically forced into being a mistress of that horrible-looking Zhang Li high up in the Communist Party. And her um, Weibo post was almost immediately removed, like 30 minutes later, and then she got disappeared. And nobody could uh, hear from her. No matter who reached out to her, the World Tennis, uh, International Women's Tennis Organization reached out. They couldn't get a hold of her. Um, nobody could get a hold of her. She was tr well and truly disappeared until sometime later where through the Olympic Committee, because the Olympic Committee, of course, is in the pockets of the CCP because they were busy with the Winter Olympics thing in Beijing and they were all tied into that at the time. Um, they got to speak to her in a very sort of strange forced sort of a interview which was not made public they also released some very strange um public sighting videos of her which uh, everybody could tell it was all put on so <clears throat> she disappeared from the spotlight after that and people still don't know the story because she has disappeared and she's not out there she hasn't told her story she hasn't been able to explain what went down why she put out that post there's been no follow-up. So, of course, Drew Pavlou went to Wimbledon because she used to be a, a Wimbledon uh, star. And uh, he wore a Where is Peng Shui t-shirt and held up out a banner. So let's show what happened there. Um, let's get us out of here. Look, this is private yeah. property. Right. We want you to leave your trespasses. You have to leave. Yes, here we go. Yes, if you want to. I'm not, because I'm not rude. We're speaking out for an innocent woman who's been 
disappeared. Absolutely she's a she's a former Wimbledon champion. And we know you're, the place, and it's no time to leave. I'm not gonna be leaving. This is not a political statement, I believe this is just a humanitarian statement for women. I totally agree, but a lot of people will recognise that as a, as a political statement as well, because there's a Chinese government involved in that. I don't believe that we should silence ourselves because of the Chinese government, but you've got your job, I've got mine. No, 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 I understand that. And, and what, uh, what is your job? Oh, to raise awareness for Bung Shui. So who's who has to do that? Yeah, uh, I've been a campaigner for a couple of years now. I, I did it at the Australian Open as well. So, um, yeah. Good old Drew putting on his uh, pacifist voice. He always, <laughs> he always, he always does it. Hey, you know what I mean? I'm just trying I mean, to raise he awareness. He is a pacifist in a way. It's so passive he aggressive. It's so No, of course, yeah. but he's such a shit just, stirrer. That's his job here. is to stir is. shit. If does. there was a massive pot of shit, that he'd be the one there with a the big ladle. We love what he does. Yeah. No, but yeah, it's, it's it's important that he does this. Oh, though. yeah, we definitely support it. This is funny. It shows you how him holding up a sign silently asking where is Peng Shui, not like jumping up and down making oh. a huge thing. He gets accused of uh, making it political and so on. And you see how well the Chinese Communist Party has managed to indoctrinate yeah. the rest of the world. Yeah. How is it political to ask where Peng Shui is? Not. How can that cause a political problem it's, between the UK and China? It's absolutely not. Yeah. It's ridiculous, it's right? very ridiculous. So uh, that's what we thought we'd put him under Wumao Corner because he is pretty much uh, being a, a troll. Over yeah. There. He's Australia definitely being a, he's being a troll. You know, with his, for a good cause. With his strawberries and cream over there, you oh, know. Can look that up. Yeah, look it up. Where does strawberries and cream whim... Actually, we'll wait. No, pull, keep going. We'll, okay. We'll wait for that. Uh, I'll pull it up, but we'll wait for that for... Uh, what's it called? For what? Oh, yum, yum cha. cha. Yeah, we'll talk about, about that. about food, and yum cha is like eating brunch. Yeah, okay. We'll talk about the strawberries and cream, and you'll be surprised at the... Um, origins of that you need to tell me you see you already admitted you don't know <laughs> no i said, said you'll be surprised no before you said you did it though you no, said it's only because no, of tradition no you're, no you're lying now you'll be very very surprised <laughs> anyway so let's <laughs> let's such bullshit strawberries and cream is lame anyway yeah what, what the hell it is though? a cream who puts I, like no don't get me started on british food it's not gonna be that that american stuff in the can that you got like It'll be like actual cream. But that I like, is not I like what that I was stuff, by the way. Yeah, man, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. Anyway, it's time for us to move on to world news. We'll just, you know, we'll, we'll do our world view. Sorry. Is that what he said? <laughs> Dramatic unicycle says strawberries and cream, safe search off. <laughs> <laughs> world view, where we talk about what's going on in the world, specifically with regards to China. This is kind of world view, what we're going to talk about right now. And that oh, is yeah, yeah, for this sure. massive. Oh, yeah, this is wild. Data breach that is now for sale, um, which apparently holds um, private information of over a billion Chinese people. Yeah, so what happened was a guy, a Chinese netizen, mm -hmm. for $200,000 bounty, this was like 10 Bitcoin, Yeah, $200,000 bounty, which is not crazy. No. Put up an alleged leak of one billion. So the the majority, I would I would say that the other four hundred million people are probably kids that don't have massive online presence or identities Maybe, yeah. or seller history, buyer history on mm -hmm. Taobao things like that. But of uh, uh, presumed uh, personal details of of everyone, yeah. literally everyone. Now, be, before you continue, a lot of people might think, how is that even possible? 
you have to understand how China operates with their Generation 5 ID cards and, and yeah. beyond. I've yeah. all got chips in them, RFID. Yeah. When you buy a train ticket, when you do anything, you have to present that card and scan it. you got to pay for, a, I don't know, a fine, a, a traffic fine or something. All the machines have ID card readers. And yes. you tap your ID card yep. on there. It has all of your information. And your face. Yeah, it's got your face. It yeah. comes up comes up on the screen it's got all the information tied to you yeah. like how Everything. like your social credit yep. score it's got your and how it's many current. yeah like cuz people change like for example if you use the west as an example people move all the time yeah. they get like uh, new uh, new uh, what's it called registrations for their cars yeah. all that kind of stuff but in china it's constantly updated because it's tied to your huko and mm-hmm. your gen 5 id and it's centralized it's and it's centralized yeah. it's crazy so you know when you take your card your yeah, it's, id no, there's card, no provincial id yeah it's exactly it's yeah. centralized it's also centralized from the point of view of you know here you've got the dmv and it's different to the social security and it's different to this your and that state. And, and yeah the state stuff so it's not all kind of you don't get all the information no no because you'd have to go to the DMV to find yep. out like what cars are registered to you, for instance. But you know that imagine I, having it all. It's all kind of spots. everything's tied. Not only that, but yes. of course your online presence is yeah, tied to that. And so there, there are massive central databases yes. which have to be ready to be accessed by Correct. all these different departments. Right. So when somebody scans their card, it has to query the database to get all the personal information about that person. Right. So that's why it's feasible that a billion people could be compromised because all you would need is access to these central databases. Correct. And it could be outdated, it could be new, it doesn't matter, but right. you know, a backup of this or whatever, a cloud leak or whatever the case it might be. But these central databases do exist and that's why it's possible that this is legitimate. Yeah. Did anyone uh, pay the bounty yet? I don't know. I don't think so. I reckon like a... I think I reckon like world governments would easily pay that. Yeah, you know, maybe the five eyes should club together and pay the dude. Chip, chip in. Chip in, you know, like, well, chip in. They definitely don't have enough money. No, no, exactly. Yeah, they should do it. 200 grand is a bit rich. I don't know, like a telemarketing company could do it. Oh my gosh, think <laughs> they about get that. A lot, yeah. Oh, dude, they would pay 200 million for yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, of course, the, the Chinese government's going out there and saying, oh, it's not real. Yeah. But they would say. Oh yeah, that. so I wanted to. So I talked to a person. Actually, it was a Chinese tech dude about right. this who actually put me onto this a few days ago when this happened. Mm-hmm. And I was talking. I was asking him questions over Patreon about it, and he's t- telling me how it initially would have caused massive waves. And the reason being is that China is now doing this bizarre projection bullshit, where they're saying that their internet privacy laws are actually better than the West which is absolute insanity. Like yeah. it's like clown world delusions. It is. Right. It's like you have someone in a freaking straight jacket smashing their head against a padded wall because they forgot their medicine level crazy. Yeah. But they, what they've done is successfully actually pay tech magazines and newspapers to spread this idea that China's new formats, alleged formats of how they're going to do, um, people's online privacy and people's online identity Mm -hmm. um, and hiding it and being able to protect their rights through legal recourse Mm -hmm. is better (laughs) than other countries. And it really actually, I felt like I was being slapped in the face with a crazy fish or something (laughs) because I just couldn't believe I was reading, but they were doing this. They were writing op-eds. They were taking out ads. They Mm -hmm. were, you know how these, it's capitalism, right? You can pay anybody to run something for you. I wish I put some of this in here. There's like, I don't remember which tech stuff it was. You know, your big tech tech blogs and magazines, things like this, right? Yeah. So 
it actually carried over into the domestic internet. They were putting out these Chinese language articles about how uh, China's internet privacy is actually better. And people in, in China were buying it. And then when something like this happens, I mean, that's like, it's the polar opposite, right? It's it's everything that's been leaked about everyone. Yeah. And they, I've, I've to this day not seen China be so on top of something. They wiped it clean. You couldn't get anything past the censors about this. You couldn't find any information no, about it at completely all. Gone. Yeah. It was wiped. Of course. Um, and again, I think it's great to tie this back to the just v- disgusting stuff that's being posted about Japan right now online yeah. and how that's allowed to proliferate. Yes. And China can always be, oh, it's just some people. We can't have no control over what people say. Absolutely bullshit. Yeah. They can uh, literally get rid of yeah. anything. They can shut they can down discussions. History. They can shut down entire services like yeah. Weibo. If yeah. something they don't like oh, is it's, going it's on, it's switch. Just, boom, it's gone. It's an off switch. They can make it so nobody can post anything for like 24 hours or like yeah. whatever. They can do whatever they want. So when you see something gaining traction on the Chinese internet, it's because it's being allowed to gain traction. And usually what happens is when it gets out of control, that's when they step in and they're like, wait, you know, this is making us look bad. So yeah. let's just pretend that it's a couple of bad eggs and let's just kind of give just kind of silence people for a bit and we'll let them come back later. You know, they're doing what we want them to do. So we're not yes. going to like block them or anything. No, absolutely not. So yeah, you got to bear that in mind when it comes for to this sure. stuff. Anyway, the fact of the matter with this whole thing is from our own personal experience, internet privacy is not something that people take seriously in China. No. In fact, if you install WeChat on your phone, it, yeah. it wants access not only to your microphone, your camera and all of that stuff indiscriminately, yeah. But access to your bank accounts, your contact lists, and all this other stuff. Because you end up doing everything through your WeChat. So you pay your electricity bill, your gas bill, you pay at your restaurants. So it wants access to all of your financial stuff. It wants access to your your location history. Because you know that um, when you buy it with WeChat and stuff, it needs the location history as well. It does. Because it's like when you You need all your permissions on. Yeah. When you make your purchase, make sure you're at that shop or whatever. So, you know, like you literally give away all of your rights to privacy when you use just WeChat. Never mind just anything on the internet in China. Right. You know what I mean? They're like, get a 10 cent discount on this. Just give us your whole family history. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. Absolutely yeah. agree. Probably time for Yamcha. Huh? It is. Okay, let's hit Yamcha. This is the section of the show where we just shoot the breeze and uh, answer your super chats and have a conversation. Um, this stays live. You watch it live. It stays live over the weekend. On Monday, we cut it out of the show and it gets uh, put, onto know, what? put onto Patreon, which you can go to our patreon.com forward slash ADV podcast whenever you like. And you can sign up. Um, for as little as $5 a month. Yeah, the lowest tier, you can always get the uncut yeah, episodes. You'll always get the uncut. And the then Shop and Ho thing is a, a that's the VIP tier. club. That's a higher tier. Anyway. Yeah, but go check it out if you would like to support us. We greatly appreciate everybody who supports us there. Uh, you really do make a massive difference in our lives. Specifically since, and I got to say, my channel at the moment's taken a hit. I've been kind of, uh, it's understandable. You know, we all go through like down periods. Yeah. Had a bit of a burnout period recently. Yeah, happens. But uh, you're I, back on the hog, though. Yeah, no, everything's fine. But I put out a video about my brother. It's a bit of a hard hitting one. Actually, you know. this ties into the next super chat. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this is bizarre. Mm. I just have to say, um, it's been bothering me for the longest time. I wanted to talk about how my brother died and sort of confront it and talk about it because it's something I've never really openly talked about. Right? I've I've told you about it, obviously, but. 
in general, I've never really spoken about it, so I decided I would speak about it. But the bizarre thing is that when I released my video, I didn't tell my parents, I didn't tell anyone that I was going to do it. I just did it because, you know, I wanted to get it out there. <clears throat> and, you know, obviously my mom saw it and she spoke to me and it turns out that my brother died like a day after I released the video. I didn't even know that. Wouldn't it have been the same day, though, because of, like, uh, maybe, South Africa time or something? But, I mean, that's just some coincidence. That's really weird, right? Yeah. That's just some really effed up coincidence, because I did not plan that. No, because you weren't, like, you didn't think about no, it. No, I right? delayed making this video for, you know, I've been talking about doing yeah. it for, like, a month. Right. And I kept delaying it, delaying it, and finally I put it out. It happens to be pretty much on the day that he died. It's crazy. That's just some weird-ass coincidence. It is very weird. Anyway... Uh, you know, understandably, the video is not doing very well performance-wise. Well, yeah, because it's very personal. It's a personal right? video. But if you guys, yeah, I can vouch. Like, if you guys, you know, care about Winston's story or, or us yeah. in general, you'll appreciate this story. Yeah, I would appreciate it. at least going to to give give it a, a view and a thumb, thumbs yeah, up at least. For sure, I agree with that. Um, I would get that help the algorithm. Yeah, I would be very grateful for the story of my brother to be out there a little more. Yeah, so I'd be very grateful. David to you guys. Brooks Thank actually you. said, "Winston, I hope you're okay from the other day, man." Yeah, thank you. It, I'm not going to lie. It was, <laughs> it's, it's not, tough, yeah. I didn't expect it. I thought it would just really just be me talking about, you know, the story of how my brother died sure. and, and how I dealt with it. But I didn't realize that I'd never really dealt with it. So sure. it hit me really hard. Yeah, it re- hit me like it. really hard. I get it. Uh, it took me about a day to recover. Uh, yeah. Totally fine now. Yeah, yeah. Back sure. to normal. Right. And, you know, it's it was a horrible, traumatic. No, and I got to tell you, making that video um, and being able to share it with my audience. Mm was something that I think helped greatly. It really did. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not joking. Like, thank you, everybody it's who necessary. watched it. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, anyway, we've got it. the guys that are... For, well, what, what was your video this week? It's fantastic. Oh, yeah, so it's just why people are leaving... Uh, foreigners are leaving China. Yeah, but it's like a... Jo- it's, it's, a, a fu- it's a funny yeah. one. I really enjoyed it, especially since <laughs> they're talking about Africans, basically. Yeah, so the Chinese government's claiming... A uh, yeah. little spoiler, claiming that foreigners are all leaving China. Yeah. Not for what reasons you think. Yeah. Because it's really bad PR. Mm. They're claiming. It's, I'm, I can't spoil it. Go watch it. Yeah, you gotta you watch it. You have no idea. Like, it's beyond belief what it's they're just, saying. It's just such nonsense. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah. For those of yeah. you who are going to stick around with us, um, who are watching live or on the weekend. Yeah. Thank you very much. And for those of you who are watching it later on, uh, we'll catch you next time. So, mm-hmm. stay awesome. John M- Mill- Millet. Sorry. Mm. Uh, welcome. Thank you for becoming a member uh mm-hmm. r jones do you have any idea how the overall economy is doing in china with all the rock uh lockdowns and evergrande has the real estate economy stabilized or is things getting worse getting worse it's getting uh, worse but bubble right now dude like the thing is they're keeping it very much on the low down i mean six billion dollars were wiped out of people's savings yeah. in those hunan bank things yeah what do you think's happening about that yeah, well they shut down the news about that, that's for sure yeah we're not hearing about it no, anymore. We're not. People that tried to protest got their health codes changed to red. Yeah, do, do you know what that means? Everyone's got a QR code in China. If there's a case nearby of COVID, yeah. everyone gets changed nearby to red. So, yeah. ever, by the way, they're always monitoring your location. Yes. Just keep that in mind. You, you have to know that <laughs> so by ev- law, everywhere you go in China, yeah. you they know where you are. It's not like one of those things where like, they really wanted to. The FBI could find out where you are. It's not like that. It's, it's like one of those things whether that you want to or you, not. You have to, and they're doing it all the time, and it's the law. Yeah. <laughs> That's the difference. You're not allowed to kind of refuse that because then you wouldn't be allowed to go anywhere. 
because yes. that, that health code is what allows you to go into a mall or a restaurant or a shop. Like if Correct. you wanted to go buy groceries, yeah. the only way that you can get into that place is if you have your QR code that's tracking your location and shows your recent test. And uh, the testing is still very much ongoing. Yeah. And by the way, Shanghai's back in lockdown yeah, again. Yeah, but no one's talking about nope. that. Nope. Yeah. So many of the people I, that I to know. To be fair, I'm tired of it too. Me too. But you know, like it was kind of over. Yeah. People were kind of like, okay, Yay. we're back to normal kind yeah. of. And now it's like, oh, I'm seeing pictures of them putting them fences back up to block off people's yeah, I compounds. Yeah, I got a couple of DMs on Instagram actually. People tell me. Why, why is it that the majority of the people that I know in China, uh, sorry, in Shanghai are currently back in lockdown? Because it also they're doing that thing where yeah. they they're like only a few. Oh, but this part's fine. Yeah, only yeah. a few places are currently because there was a, a positive case. You know who China's the master of lying by omission. Mm. That's like their best sport. <laughs> yeah, lying by omission. Yeah, <laughs> it's like if that was an Olympic event, it'd be golds all around. Yeah, for, for uh, real. CCP Shillbuster says a new camera angle looks great. Oh, thank you. But we're trying. We're, we've ordered a desk to put in here, so yeah. hopefully by next week it'll be here. Um, we hope, because we're trying to up our game a bit. Look, the lighting's still not sorted out, but yeah. we, we, drilled oh, it's coming. we drilled holes in the roof and we mounted the camera to like a pole thing and it looks ridiculous. If you if you could see what so we're I, seeing right now. I really now, wish you didn't say that because if the landlord watches our show. It's okay. It's okay. I've got that, po- that, what do you call that stuff? You know, spackle. that polyfiller spackle stuff? Yeah. I can fix it. But, you know, we did this thing. It looks like Johnny Five, you know. Yeah. It's pretty cool. EG says, 100-year uh, lease was new territories. Uh, the Sino-British Declaration was signed by Thatcher and Dung. It doesn't detract from the way that CCP has abused it atrociously. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Flan Crest, finished college and finally got a career job in IT. Hmm. Long-time viewer, but just became a patron and figured I'd spread the love here. Thanks wow. for the important work that you do. That's very much appreciated. Thank you okay. so much. Um, IT's F- a good career, by the way. FC3S808 says the UK should have given Hong Kong back to the Republic of China. Yeah. That would have been awesome. Actually, they should have. Have another little Taiwan. Give it back there. to Taiwan. Then they could Cantonese like, Taiwan sounds yeah, awesome. Yeah, that does. They could bolster their defenses against the border there. <laughs> yeah. Bring F-16s and stuff so there. That would be the craziest border in the world other than the DMZ. Yeah. yeah. It'd be insane. David Brooks, is Hong Kong cinema doomed uh, in what they can uh, say too. Oh, absolutely. It's for a long time now. Yeah, Hong Kong cinema has never been the same. It was but so good in terms in the of 90s. censorship. It's done. The nails in yeah, the coffin yeah. now because national security law. Correct. Yeah. It used to be amazing. Oh, in the I 80s and 90s, Hong Kong cinema can't be Incredible. Beat. It's like my favorite. So fun and so cozy so funny. to watch. Yeah, yeah. super fun. Uh, Donderdam. It's shocking how much bad blood still preserves after 80 years. What benefit has the average Chinese citizen uh, gained from Abe's death? Imagine hating Germany for World War II until this day. That's, that's the analogy you made. Yeah. Case closed 93. Last time you criticized Hainan Island for being hot, but it's the setting of my favorite propaganda film, The Red Detachment of Women. We okay. got to pull that up. <laughs> yeah, Should we got to find that, that out. Yeah, sure. Okay, we'll, we'll have a look. The Red Detachment. The fact of the matter is like that. Of women. Hainan is like the first step into the terrible world of uh, Communist Party propagandist when it comes to foreigners. Yeah. It's always like... It's actually, you know what you would think it wouldn't be because they're trying to distance itself as some paradise island, but it's actually wicked communist there, Mm. like in terms of propaganda and stuff. But yeah, think about it. Every single CCP shell 
yeah. out there that currently is a sycophant. Yeah, yeah, you start there. They started with this whole Sanya, it's grooming. Hainan, you Tell know, the Hawaii. Grooming. It is. It's the Hawaii of China. They yeah. take them on that trip there, five-star hotel. It's not Hawaii. No, and I will tell dude, you that. like, when you Holy have to... shit, it's not Hawaii. Yeah, because you've been to Hawaii. I haven't been, but, like, it's not... You can't compare it. Oh, I'm my sure. gosh. It's like, Hainan's a 1 out of 10. Hawaii's a 9.5. Okay. Oh, Hainan's 1. Yeah. It's one of the worst places in China. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah, I know. It's not, just... not for being like poor or whatever, for being shit. Sure. It's awful. <laughs> sure. Awful. I mean, that's the thing, though. When you have to compare it to something else, why Why can't it just be the Hainan of China? You know, why can't it just be the disservice. Sun? Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Don't try to compare it to Hawaii because Wait, it's not. Who who likes Hainan, actually? Oh, yeah. Hawaii Hainan. Oh, that's right. Because like, guess what you, yeah, look at that. What is that? Beach is pearl white. That's why I wear my shirt. That guy. Remember that guy? That's not Hawaii. What you saw in the background <laughs> no, there. That's just, it is not. Yeah, it's not. Um, what I will say, though, is that I like your analogy, though. It is the groom. It's where they take foreigners. Mm-hmm. So they, let's say a guy from the Netherlands there or a British guy or an American guy. They throw him in Hainan. And they start grooming them. Yeah. They're like, first, we're going to bring you to this club. Then we're going to bring you to this beautiful um, place where the Chinese government has done such good eco uh, ecology restoration for the oceans. Yes. Next, we're going to take you this. And they're like, wait a minute. Am I doing propaganda? Yeah, because they start out by saying, yeah. like, come to Hainan. It's a great place to travel. Next, it's like, look how the government has yeah. done poverty alleviation. Yes. You're like, dude. You know, that's where it starts. And then right. they get this free trip. They get to travel and make their Instagram or YouTube Correct. or whatever. And then they're like, next call. It's like, next, we want you to go to like Chengdu. Or next, we want to go here. And next, we're going to talk about the high-speed rail. Next, you're yes. going to talk about the fact that there's no genocide in Xinjiang. Yes. <laughs> okay. Kurt, Ohio, sir. By the yeah. way, he said that in the chat, he said, it hurts watching Clan Man's mouth contort. Oh, what this? Wait, let me get that. <laughs> not, not this one, obviously. This. <laughs> Yeah, it's going it in all different directions. Dude's, like one's going this way, one's going that way. Dude's pretty old. I, re- I reckon he wears dentures. He's old. Well, I mean, maybe he's just uh, doesn't take care he's of himself. Just yeah, he's just he's a bad man. But like, I reckon he wears dentures. That's probably yeah. helps with the contortions. So. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. That guy's a terrible piece of work. Sometime, sometime in the future, I might tell you about my run-ins it's, with that guy. Yeah, it's pretty petty. It's, not not talking about it, but no, like, no. I don't know how to explain. It's, it's petty. Like, it doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. But like. You know, a little yeah. bit more lore. No, there's a, there's a lot of lore. There's a, there's a video I should probably dig up that we might put in here at some point. We'll yeah. think about I it. I try to stay away from that yeah. kind of stuff. But I mean, uh, if you lore. want to do it. Clan man lore, dude. Yeah. Anyway, lore. you know, it's great. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, David Brooks says, sorry, guys, stop watching whatever TV show you're watching. Get straight to Blackadder. Oh, you've seen Blackadder, of course. You haven't yeah. seen Blackadder. You I've said seen, you hadn't. I, I've, I, by the way, I looked it up. I had seen it ages ago in middle school. Oh, you have. Uh, yeah, but I couldn't. I couldn't quote anything from it. Okay, yeah, I could watch it again. Yeah, you'll be quoting. I have a cunning plan before you know yes. it. Yes, I have a cunning plan. Yeah, Ben. Ben, I do like British comedy. Yeah, I mean it's Mr. Bean. No, I don't like. No, it's Mr. Bean. I know Bean. it's him. I'm yes. saying, but I don't like Mr. Bean. Okay, yeah, <laughs> I like Rowan Atkinson. British, or I, like, yeah. I like other British comedy. Did he die? No, I, was, I think there was some online rumor that he died. It's always online rumors it's that people die. You know, the thing is, um, uh, Black Hat is actually a really funny one. Yeah, no, no, it is for sure. It's great. I think it's got Brian Blessed in it as well. Right. APG says, or AB, ABP, I don't even know my letters. Been binge watching your podcast. I'm on number 61, but decided to join this live to check if you got to understand China is still a thing. Oh, what do you know? <laughs> you got to understand China. 
it's certainly not only is. a thing, it's been immortalized. Yeah, so exactly. if you're on episode 61, we hadn't found it to immortalize it yet. Yes, so. we only found it recently to yeah. put it here. Yeah. So welcome. I'm yeah. glad that you're going through all the episodes. That's some Great. serious dedication. Absolutely. Appreciate yeah. that. Uh, last time you criticized Hina... Oh, sorry. I just read that. Mm-hmm. Um, he also says the Millennium Dome in 2000 made an exclusive episode for the site Blackadder back and forth and there's a Blackadder Christmas Carol special this is getting a yeah. little deep here I saw the Christmas Carol special okay. that was a long time ago Dong Kuk Hong from uh, Korea thank you very much thank you um, mm. Tyler Durden haven't heard from you in a while do you mm. think relations between Russia and China could be strained if China doesn't do more to overtly support Russia no because they're doing what you're thinking they're not doing they are doing they are doing yeah <laughs> They're that definitely behind stuff. the scenes supporting them. Yeah. Dylan Vienna says, uh, tankies are so gross. Mm. They would literally prefer to live under Gaddafi or Castro or something like that. Yeah, and you're they right. Would. They love that. Both of yeah. them. Uh, Reese Gray. Hello from Canada, guys. Shout out to the Aurora. Ah, uh, yes. Chef's Kiss, the pride of the Canadian, you know, Air Force. Yeah. Pra- basically the pride of Canada. Yeah. yeah. Basically, it's that's the that, best thing. You know, like a, a country has a national bird. Yeah. That should, just, that should just be in an aura. It, yeah. it actually is. Yeah, that's a national animal. You saw them. They're, they're, yeah, they're national animal. If you go on Wikipedia, it's actually an Yeah, aurora. it's just an aurora. It's weird because it's kind of like <laughs> anthropomorph- anthropomorphized. So yeah. it's kind of like a little bit. It gives me kind of like airplaning, like dragoning vibes. Sure. Which is kind of gross. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, I can almost guarantee you mm-hmm. Rule 34 definitely pertains to the aurora if you looked it up. Yeah. I guarantee it. Probably. Rip Shinzo Abe, uh, keep up the good work, you two. If mainstream media was half as informative on China as you guys world uh, are, then the world would understand China. Oh, because you... Oh, I got to press something else. You give me some... Because you... You got to understand China. Indeed. Wonder how Shinzo uh, Dandan's doing, by the way. Yeah. You remember he got canceled. He did. He's one of the good ones, too. Yeah. Like, he wasn't a government shill. So this guy, by the way... You gotta understand. We should do a piece on him at some point. Yeah. Good work. That point. that initial video that he put out was... That was appalling. Bad. <laughs> I remember... That We saw that when we were in China, like, years ago yeah. when he did it. And yeah. it's like, China is my home. China, China is, is my, my teacher. Friend. China yeah. is my friend. And it's like, China, you gotta understand China. China, you have the... The power, yeah. you have it's the art, you have so the... So shill. He was shill big time. He was like, just basically sucking off the Chinese government, yeah. basically. And he did that, but he became fluent in Chinese. Yeah. He became very popular on the Chinese internet. He was a celebrity. Yeah. But he became, didn't talk about politics at yeah. all. That was the only shill piece he did. Well, he did a couple like that in yeah, the beginning. Yeah, but it wasn't like, I'm here with the Chinese government, look at their sure. amazing stuff. Sure. He did like road trips and stuff, and it was super high production. It was shilly, yeah. Yeah. but it wasn't like sucking off Xi Jinping, Yeah. right? But then he got canceled. Yeah. They canceled. He had a huge fan base. They canceled him for using a rap song that he didn't use. His no, editor his editor did. put a rap song in. In the background yeah. that was some, you know, uh, American rap rapper yeah. that said something about robbing Chinese people or something in no, the song. I, no, it wasn't that one. It was because oh. it said Fu Manchu. Oh, it said Fu Manchu. Sorry. Yeah. Mixing the two up. Yeah. Another person got canceled. Though. Yeah. So, the, yeah, that's someone else. But basically some of the lyrics in the song somewhere said Fu Manchu because it rhymes. Yeah. And then people looked it up and said that's a racist caricature. Which is kind of weird because that normally doesn't happen in China no, unless there's a reason that. to cancel yes. someone. Then they will. So there must have been a reason to get rid of him. Yeah. Because that suddenly blew up and then everyone just canceled him and he got basically booted off the Well, he did a Chinese couple more internet. episodes and then he, yeah, he, he stopped. He just pieced out. I felt kind of bad because, like, actually, he seemed like a, he put a lot of work into sure. what he did. Anyway, yeah, well, you know, that's something he didn't do. You got to understand, China. <laughs> 
Yeah, you do got to Yeah, you, you know, he didn't understand, no. obviously, at the end. No. Mm. Uh, David Brooks says it's in the top three best comedy shows. Just don't buy a turnip for a million dollars with Baldrick. Stay yes. silly and stupid as well as awesome. Uh, EG I says, kind of really want to watch Blackadder again. We can now. do it. Yeah. EG says, uh, I and every other Jew, Jewish person I know has made our peace with the Germans. Mm. The anti-Japanese fervor is entirely political. It is. You're correct. Uh, Mitch says, what's up, Beijing? Oh, yeah. What's up, Beijing? I get a cotton? I mean... You can. Yeah. I kind of want to get rid of cotton. You want to get rid of cotton? I just so loud. <laughs> is it? Like no. everyone goes rip headphones. Oh, really? Okay. Them. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll <laughs> think about cotton. that. I'll adjust it. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's rethink cotton. Yeah. Uh, Caleb Humphrey. Love you guys. Keep up the good work. I have a question. Uh, what will finally happen if Winnie finally kicks the bucket? Probably our most common question. Um, Somebody else will take over. Yeah. And, and it will be someone in his, probably someone in his clique, which he has uh, consolidated all the power into. I wouldn't, I wouldn't anticipate any massive good change. Yeah. Um, some Wumau's in here. I just want to throw in here because our moderator chucked him in. Mm-hmm. You know that apparently we, the China show, support the World Economic Fund. Do we? <laughs> Where did that go? I from? still don't know what it is. <laughs> Look, and, uh, I switch off whenever people talk about great resets, deep state, yeah, yeah, anything like that. I'm just like, whatever, you know, yeah. like I like to deal with things that I, could, I can understand and see yes. and touch and feel and know that's tangible and real. Right. You know? Yes. Not lizard people or whatever. Yes. Um, and then he also said he supports the CCP in Russia against fake Biden empire, World Economic Fund, UN, NATO globalists. Oh, great. So can, Word salad of crap. He showed his true colors. He certainly quick. did. Yeah. Jim Flagg, you're not, we are not born to hate. You are taught to hate. Yeah. Why is China teaching hate? Because Very it serves simple. them well yeah. as a political tool. Keeps, it consolidates power. Yes. Um, sorry. This is very hard. I'm going through like pictures here. Yeah. Norman Fair, an interchange between an interstate and a new toll road, road near me has been under construction for two and a half years and not done yet. How fast would they build that in China, and how long would it hold up? Yeah, it depends, I mean, yeah. because I'll give you an analogy. People are like, oh, China builds everything so fast. They said that the high-speed rail station would go into the city I lived in in 2014. Yes. When I left in 2018, they hadn't even broken ground yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And they had put in things like, uh, they said that it was going to connect, they're going to build a metro by 2011. That barely had even started. Mm-hmm. Right? They, I mean, I think they have one stop. Mm. It it took almost ten years to do anything. Yeah, it depends on depends on the project. Yeah, <clears throat> dude, remember when they opened that Huizhou high speed rail station? Yeah, that's in South Huizhou. Though. But it was like an hour's drive. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, and it's on a military base. So basically. you know, people are like, "Oh, I'm gonna come meet you." Remember when we were doing yeah. that documentary and they came on the you high can't. speed train? I was like, "Don't go there. It's literally over an hour away, and traffic will be almost two hours." Yeah, and we had to drive there, and the yeah. GPS, the Baidu maps. Yeah. Took us the wrong way. Yeah, because they us were into like, a no, field. no. And they were like, don't go there. They were like, what's going on? And you get you there. You to go to the airport. It's the same thing. Oh, I'm going to fly out of Huizhou. Oh, first I got to go all the way south for an hour and then go in through a military checkpoint as a yeah. foreigner. And they're like, what are you doing here? Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. Dude, that kind of stuff used to drive me insane. It's crazy. Because they have these projects and yeah. they'll build a high-speed rail station, yeah. but it'll be in the middle it'll of nowhere. nowhere. It's not convenient to yeah. anyone that's there. And when you arrive there, there's yeah. no infrastructure. So you don't yeah. have buses, you don't have shops, you know, nothing. nothing. So you arrive at this fairly nice looking building because it's, they all built a spec. Great story about that. I yeah. was in, uh, 
I was in Guangxi mm-hmm. shooting a documentary for the Dog Meat Festival. Right. So me and my friend, we show up to shoot it, right? We think we're just going to show up because high-speed rail network connects yeah. everything, right? Sure. We had to go from uh, Nanning, so mm-hmm. the capital of Guangxi province, which did have a, a rail station. We flew there. Yeah. Middle of nowhere, so we have to get out in a taxi, go apeshit far away yeah. in a taxi, get on there, and then we're like, oh, we'll just go straight to Yulin because it's one of the bigger cities in, in the yeah. province, right? Nope. We had to go to some random stop on the high-speed rail, which had nothing. It's in the middle of sure. nowhere. Yeah. In another city, and then get in another taxi to drive hours, like yeah. uh, basically hire a car yeah. to drive hours to get to that city. Yeah, that's so kind of what happens. It, but it's connected on the yeah. high-speed rail. That's the unfortunate thing, and there's no infra- infrastructure at a lot of those places. So no, the only, there's nothing. The only kind of transportation you can get from them are black taxis, as they call them, which is an unlicensed taxi. Yeah. You know, so yeah. you get there, and there'll be like a little bread van, mianbacho yeah. or something, and you pay the guy, and he'll drive you to the nearest sure. city. It's kind of strange. I mean, I'm yeah, sure eventually they do tie it all up into infrastructure, but yeah, there's yeah. a lot of that crap going oh, on. Oh, it's a lot. And it's, it's just one of those things that people don't talk about enough. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, look at They're so connected. Look at the high-speed rail. Like, oh, is the nowhere? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Joshua yeah. King says, here's my weekly 20s. Please stay Oh, thank safe. you so much. Thank you. Mm. Uh, Fetnai says, delete TikTok, guys. Watch the video by Moon. Who is Moon? <laughs> no idea. Moon. Watch the video by Sun. But uh, yeah, there, actually, I have something coming up on that. Yeah, you know, for those of you who who are not not aware of the situation, it's been proven. We talked about it last yeah. time that TikTok, um, the Chinese employees of TikTok have access to American personal information when yes. and if they want it. Yeah. Um, and but the American the American ones aren't have yeah. their own information. Yeah, they're not allowed to they because of privacy law. laws. Yeah. But the Chinese employees can. So hey, listen, I think everybody knows that TikTok's a Chinese you know, app, and that there's certain risks involved. And I think a lot of people, they just say like, eh, it's worth it. I'll just take those risks because I enjoy this app too much. But hey, you know, like if you do care about your privacy, if you really do, um, it's probably not something you want yes. on your phone. Um, Sim Yang says, any encounter with the Meow slash Hmong people in the South? Yeah. Uh, yes. In fact, you need to go watch Conquering Southern China. Go watch it. Vimeo.com forward slash on demand forward slash Conquering Southern China. One word. Yeah. Just Google yeah. it. Google Conquering Southern China. Um, look for the Vimeo link. Or actually, it's in the description right now. Yeah. In this description of this video, go open it in a tab and please watch it later. You will love what we did with the Meow. Yeah. Meow people. Uh, Cracklin, did your wives have to overcome any ingrained Chinese propaganda? Um, they're in two different situations. My, yeah. uh, my wife did uh, ages ago with all of her foreign professors. She studied abroad. Yeah. She, my wife um, didn't yeah. study abroad. Sure. Uh, and of course, there's a lot of uh, propaganda built in, which... You never know when it's going to crop up. It's like religion, you know? Sure. There's certain things that people... It's just part of a person's essence, which they don't even realize is there. You know, if you're brought up very religious... You know, if you're brought up super religious, it's very difficult to break out of that uh, mindset. Certain things that you've been taught from a... Yeah. And I'm saying if you wanted to, let's just say... I'm not saying there's anything wrong with religion, but let's just say you were brought up in a cult, right? And you're taught... Yeah, you're taught from a very young age right. that um, there's a, I don't know, an alien crashed into a volcano or whatever, and you've got like little things floating around in you. But you've been taught that since you were young. It's yeah. ridiculous to most people, but that's your firm belief. Even when you get confronted with the truth rationally, you still won't believe it. Correct. You know, you still won't. Yes. It's That's, that's just how it is. So there are certain times where I see the 
the brainwashing and the propaganda is still at play, but it, it's not most of the time worth addressing because it's just the way it is. You got to deal with it. There's certain things that are okay as long as it's not obnoxious. Yeah. You know, and you got to look at yourself too because every country and everybody who grows up in whatever situation it could be religious it could be from your country it could be anything everyone's got their own hang-ups as well so sure. you have to always keep an eye on yourself you know with regards to that too yeah r jones says thanks for bringing up half fast chubadawa <laughs> i think you mean half assed chabadawa yeah Cha, cha means bad and buduo means C-H-A. yeah it means not a lot bad yeah. so it means not a lot bad so let's just say you're trying to figure out where the center of this can is right so you can eyeball it and you're like yeah chabdor that yeah. means that's that's, that's it's like it might be a little off but it's yeah. not that it's much enough. off it's yeah it's good enough it's not that much off the center and that's what chabdor means and chabudor. that's and that's why so many things there there is no search for perfection in china there's a search for just kind of getting it. There was this great saying. I met I met someone um, who was in in I can't, it's like the electronics business, and they said in Japan, um, yeah, the people will spend their entire life searching for the way to do something. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because you see that with a lot of Japanese, um, you know, uh, traditions and products and stuff. It's all about like making sure you get it just perfect, right? But in China, they spend their entire lives searching for a way to do yes. something so yes. in other words just get it done through yeah. whichever means it's Pra-pragmatism. not about yeah it's pragmatism it's not about doing it like perfect it's just about doing it and that very much can um you know just explain the whole chabador mentality yeah yeah <laughs> just love people's spellings yeah it's c-h-a-b-u-d-u-o yeah cha, cha, buduo. cha means like off or not good enough yeah. buduo means not a lot so it means not not good enough, not a lot, which means kind yeah. of like, it's not a lot bad. It's, it's bad. not very bad. It's just bad a little. It's just bad a little. It's not bad a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad a little. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. Uh, Dylan Viennet says, Australia also, oh, sorry. Did I already? Oh, sorry. No, Australia didn't. also backs NATO and the Pacific. Uh, China is to blame for Korea, Japan, Australia for pushing more involvement with NATO, like Russia is for Finland and Sweden. Mm. Absolutely correct. Yep. Case close 93. Japan does have a history with assassinations, yes. to be fair. In 1960, pro-China politician in Inejiro Asanuma was killed with a sword on live TV. Yeah, yeah we've yep. seen that. Yep. Yeah, he wanted to unify with uh, Mao, mm. communist China, which is wild. Yeah. Uh, Darren D., thanks for calling out the CCP's toxic behavior. Yeah, no worries. What's up, Beijing, from Hovik Arnian? Yeah, sure. What's up, Beijing? Don't really have anything to say. Kind of bummed out with all this. Take your easy, boy. Boys. All right. All right. Um, this guy says Joe Deer Day because he said Day. Yeah, he said Deer Day. I don't know. Duterte. Yeah, Duerte. Duterte. Duterte. Yeah, Duterte. Duterte. It's not Duerte. Duerte. Um, some you know when I don't care about something, I don't really pay attention enough to it. So I always see that name popping up. I care quite a bit about the Philippines because I did massive research for that video. You did a good video about it, but I'm just saying, like when, like I really don't care about that individual enough to really. Oh, about him. Yeah. So when I see it come up in the news, I'm just like, whatever. It's a Duerte guy. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, Duterte. Okay. So now I know. Thanks for the education. No worries. Hendrik, uh, first, thanks for your work. How do you see the current, situa- current situation that China massively invests into their navy and even uh, covert civil ferries? 
Oh, it's a massive issue for sure. Oh yeah. Um, I think you'll see a lot of a lot of uh, uptick in military spending in the West for sure. Yeah. To match that, mm-hmm. epic hang gliding. Love when Winston says nonsense. Would buy some swag with it on it. Ah, nonsense. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be a good swag. It's a good way to explain things that are just rubbish. Well, you say it with stuff that's not rubbish too. Yeah, but mostly. No, like, but a lot of times you just say like when it's like just normal stuff. <laughs> well, no, because <laughs> you do when there's something I'm your ass when here. there's something with no sense. Right, but you say it when it's like just normal stuff. Yeah, you do get a lot of nonsense yeah. around in the world. Like sure. so that's the thing. So something that makes no sense, there's no sense to it, it's nonsense. It's nonsensical. I understand what nonsense means. Yeah. So if something doesn't make sense, I will call it nonsense. So tell me what strawberries and cream comes from, by the way. No, you read that. It's a surprise. No, tell me. It comes from know, Wimbledon. I'm going to match. I'm match. It's some historical reason yeah, why? because they tell started to have it because reason. it's strawberry season. Okay. okay what is okay, it That's say? what it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Millions of spectators and tennis experts and sometimes players indulge in the popular dessert. Someone spelled it desert. <laughs> the sun.uk. So it's a UK spelled de- dessert desert. Yeah. The, the newspaper. Sure. Good job, guys. I know. It's pretty bad. During the iconic tournament and approximately 10,000 liters of cream and 28,000 kilograms of strawberries are consumed at the all English lawn tennis and croquet club <laughs> wait a minute yeah so but are you gonna lawn read the reason tennis what yeah. is lawn tennis you play tennis on a lawn not a clay court i guess oh the yeah my dad's a tennis player so mm-hmm. um, actually my whole family on that side is tennis players i never quite understood the clay courts they seem much more dirty um yeah they had actually it was crazy my grandpa built a clay court in the woods for them which is oh. wild hmm um, did he use like clay from the river or something no 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 it was cool we used to go up there it was like but it was like far away you had to like trek through the woods to get there it was crazy but there everyone in that family is like massive tennis players and yeah. i remember yeah there's a big difference between grass courts and then but the, i guess in the uk they call them lawn dude courts. in it must have been during the the late 70s and the Little 80s tennis, tennis was madly popular yeah, yeah. in south africa yeah it was, it was all over the world so rich people would build tennis courts yeah. in their backyard sure. but like proper ones but it's use that kind yeah, of green you know that green asphalt type yeah, 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 you know yeah. what i'm talking about yeah. it's quite soft you have to wear special shoes so you don't damage it yeah it's the kind of thing you'll find in a school yeah yeah you know? yeah yeah i know exactly but what you're talking about. i remember they were like it was like an epidemic they were everywhere yeah. like you couldn't go anywhere in the rich areas without seeing like a, a tennis, tennis court. court. So people would buy an old house right. and there'd be a tennis court in the backyard. And it would always be yeah. a pain in the ass because, you know, if you neglect them for just a short yeah. while, they start that's to crack a, and all the, all the like weeds grow so, through them. Like, I, I don't want people to think my family was wealthy because they certainly were. He literally built this in the woods by, right. with his own hands, right. right? In the middle of nowhere. And that thing cracked to hell. It was just like, like nature taking it over within years so you have to i remember like uh i knew quite a few people that bought houses in south africa yeah and post that fad so bought them in like the early 2000s late 90s and they'd have to deal with this disgusting tennis that makes sense and it's so expensive to like restore them that mostly they just tore them out yeah yeah it makes sense yeah and then yeah i've actually played tennis i played i think i played tennis for a couple years Mm. wasn't good at it though right uh okay i'm continuing to read it right um but what's the backstory behind this delicious combination? And I just think it's so lame not to have a crust, like a pie crust or a graham cracker crust or something. It's just a bowl of like fluid. Dude, strawberries and cream, man. I mean, you got it should be a pie. I mean, then it's a strawberry pie. And there's different strawberries things. Strawberries and cream pie. 
That's or not as classy. Cream. Ice cream would be nice. Not just warm cream. It's a hot day. It's not warm cream. It's it's not freezing. It's, it's probably just freeze. kind of a cool. I feel like it's a cool cream. Okay, we should find out. Anyway, yeah. strawberries and cream had been. Why are you such an apologist for this? I'm by not. Like you love I, Wimbledon. I don't love Wimbledon. Okay, I grew up with it being very popular, and everyone used to watch okay. it every year. But I didn't didn't like it. Same with my family. They were I hate super sports. Into it. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I don't hate sports, but when yeah. I was a young guy, like. I remember I go to my best friend's house, just got this brand, like for Christmas or something, got a remote control car. Okay, yeah. And he got one too. Yeah. And I'm like one of those, you know, in the 80s, those crappy ones, the wires still oh, connected. Oh, you know, know what I'm talking about? But I just get this. My yeah. friend just got him like, let's play with our remote control right. cars. And my, my friend who's like nine or whatever at the time, he's eight or nine years old like me. He's like, no, we're watch, We're going to watch Wimbledon. I'm like, what the fuck? Wait, fr-? he wanted to watch it? Yeah. Oh, so he's sitting watching Wimbledon with the family. What? And I'm like, this sucks. And yeah, I had to go outside sucks. play with my remote control yeah, car Yeah, everyone in my family watched it, but not the kids. We were like, screw this. Yeah, yeah my friends when I was growing up, they're all like, South Africa's weird with sports. It's like yeah. Australia. It's very much sports-orientated. It's I, I'd say America's sports-oriented, but it's not like, a, it's not a religion. Yeah, people watch the game here and stuff. Yeah, but, but yeah, I feel like, like... Yeah, it's not the end of the world if you miss it. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like there's too much sports going on in South Africa. Yeah, I, I feel you. Really, like, too much. Um, so it says, uh, since the very first tournament in 1877, which only had 200 viewers, the head of the PR for the All England Club, Jerry Perkins, told CNN that strawberries were in season at the time oh, the yeah. tournament was played in Victorian England and it became a fashionable thing to eat. Mm-hmm. They were always part of an afternoon tea, mm-hmm. which had become a fashionable ritual that took root at Wimbledon. It has been claimed that the English statesman, the Catholic bishop, Thomas Wolseley, served the combination at a banquet in 1509. Wow. An iconic snack. And the iconic snack, I would never call that a snack. Would you call that a snack? That's like it's a, a chip. I, <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean? I'd call it a dessert. Hey, can I have a snack? Here's a bowl of cream and <laughs> no, with strawberries. strawberries. Why does that matter? Think about it's it. It's the 1500s. You've got bread that's like stone. <laughs> yeah, okay? yeah, that's, that's all you've got. Yeah, like true. what else? Like that a leg a of lamb or that something, if you're super lucky. Is the cream like sugared? I don't, I don't know. Did they invent sugar back then in the 1500s? Probably not. Like someone found a sugar cane and chomped on it I once. No, because it wouldn't have grown there. Maybe with the honey. Colony is the you could have honey. You could have honey. Yeah. Maybe you put honey. That was, that would That'd be, be cool. Yeah. That would be good. I'm not saying strawberries and cream is gross. I like both of those things. Sure. I just don't think it's special. But it's iconic when it comes to Wimbledon. It's right. like everybody eats it at that time. I get it. I get it. It's like a hot dog at a baseball game. Yeah. You eat strawberries. It just seems so weird to yeah. sit down eating a bowl of hot cream. <laughs> I don't think it's hot. <laughs> I know. I'm Is it cold, though? I'm pretty sure. Okay. I feel like as it's cold. As long as it's cold. I feel like it's cold. Okay, cool. You don't want to heat up the strawberries. A hot strawberry is not a good strawberry. I just don't want it to be room temperature cream. I doubt it is. It's uh, probably okay. like refrigerated. Okay, that's fine. Except back in the 1500s because they didn't have a refrigerator. <laughs> See? Yeah. But now, nowadays sure, they do. Sure. Yeah. Gosh darn it. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so where am I here? Put up a poll. Um, baseball, hot dog versus strawberries and cream. We got to do it. Sure. What do you pick? Well, it's not even baseball. It's all sports have hot dogs. Right? Yeah. We went yeah. to a football game. Those hot dogs were great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Those were great. I, I mean, I don't want to say what I prefer just yet because, like, I want to see what people say. Hot dogs at the game or strawberries and cream at Wimbledon? Wimbledon, yes. How do you spell Wimbledon? With it? W I M B E L D O N? That's what I did. But or is it D O N? 
It's Wimbledon. Yeah, D O N. Yeah. Well, I guess well, whatever. Oh, probably because I didn't capitalize it. Maybe. Uh, capitalizing um, on the situation. See, I'm not a huge hot dog fan either. Yeah. Um, but I think there's something more normal about eating a hot dog at a game than a bowl of cream. I feel like it's less classy. Why is strawberries and cream classy? It's it's got more tradition. Never mind. When was the first hot dog made? <laughs> you know what I mean? Probably a long time ago. It's a sausage, right? Yeah. Well, hot dog sausage is a kind of special kind of sausage, isn't it? Hot dog is, is a hot dog. There's yeah. no such thing. What do you mean hot dog sausages? Hot dog sausage is a hot to, dog. To me, a hot dog is it's a sausage in the bun with everything, the, tom- the ketchup and the, all that together. That's a hot dog to me, not just the yeah. bun. I mean, not just the sausage. Oh, he, no, nobody calls it a sausage here. It's just yeah. a hot dog, with or without a bun. Okay. Yeah. Maybe call it a hot people dog would think it's weird. sausage. No, people would think that's super weird. Okay. That. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anyway. Yeah, let's continue. Epic Hang Gliding says, love when Winston says nonsense. Oh, we oh, wrote sorry, that. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm sorry. You got to understand the fifth gen RFID card. <laughs> yeah, you just, yeah. You got to understand. <laughs> I remember yes. when the fifth gens came out and they made a big deal of it. Yeah, yeah, you know? thing. Um, things, things moved very quickly from when I first got to China to where it is now. Yeah. I saw a lot of change. Sure. So, yeah, obviously big you time, did too. Yeah. Um, but back when I first got there in 2006, it was kind of the Wild West. Things were very different with a lot very, of things. Very, different, for but sure. the ID card thing became, you know, because it used to literally just be a card Yeah. that you would show people. Yeah. And yeah. then it very quickly became it's like a smart card, yeah. which then has like a chip built into it so that they can keep track of That's you everywhere. Correct. Yeah. Uh, Flying Cloud, thank you very much. Mr. Keys, uh, sorry, thanks. Jeffrey Rook, do you think that the state-sanctioned hatred is reliance on past conflict? Does it require? Um, is it helped by... Or can they just direct it and, and anyone? Yeah, no, it, is, it is. We talked about that. Yeah, it's hundred percent based on past conflict, but they they will use things like the the Diaoyudao Senkaku Islands, which I showed I showed you like a couple episodes ago. Yeah, you could buy bumper stickers in the local dealership for your car that says right. yeah, the Senkaku Islands, or sorry, the Diaoyudao belong to China yeah, or whatever. That's right. By the way, Diaoyudao. For those of you who think that it sounds like a cool mystical name, means fishing island. Yeah. The fishing island. Yes. The catch fish island. Because right. Diaoyu means f- catch fishing. fish, fishing. Yeah. The fishing island belongs to China. <laughs> yes. It sounds lame when fist you translate this. They use stuff. that. You know the BLM fish? Yeah, they use that. Yeah, they use that. Diaoyu Dao is The fishing island. The catch fish island belongs to China. <laughs> yeah. Hot dogs are made with arse and lips. <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. It's not wrong. I know. I just love that, that yeah. imagery. Yeah. Dylan Vienna says, back in Australia next week, and we'll be signing up to Xiaoban. Ho! Oh, nice. Sweet. Welcome, Dylan. We can't wait to have you there. It's super yeah. fun. Yeah. Uh, just needed to count all my pennies while away. Looking forward to being part of it. Labs. I, ho- I hope, hope you have a safe flight back from Armenia. Uh, Koni Tsung, Milk's new video brings back memories of when I decided to live in China. A life in China was not for me. My wife's friend in China, after hearing it about it, accused me of nibulao jie zhongguo, which means you don't understand China. Yeah, yeah you mean it's this? Opposite, you gotta yeah. understand. <laughs> yeah. It's like me warning, uh, wanting to leave humiliated her. Oh, yeah. I could yeah. see that happening. Absolutely. Stay free, Hamil. Thank you very much. Ken M. Thank you very much. A possible person. I finally got off the fence and I joined your patron. Um, I spend more than that on chats. And you get a higher cut of that there. Thank can't you wait so much. for the show. Thanks. I appreciate that. We can't wait to see you there. Yeah, can't wait. It'll be fun. Monday's going to be good. 
Dylan Vienna says, CCP video about people leaving is the biggest cope. It is such copium. It is ridiculous. Um, that video I did is, is it's, I mean, I, they could have come up with so many better alibis. Correct. But the one they chose is so racist it's, and dumb. It's dumb. Yeah. Uh, Wing083, the thoughts on Xiamen and Zhuhai? Uh, about uh, talking about Chinese coastal cities. Also, Winston, is that a new suit? You look great. Oh, thanks. No, it's an old suit. You know, I got a ton of suits and, you know, embarrassingly, I can't fit most of them comfortably anymore because I gained too much weight here in America because of all the weird foods, which are delicious, but very bad for you. Sure. Because that's what, that's what American food is. We were having a discussion, remember, on the 4th of July. Yeah. What is an iconic American food? Let's bring it up. No, I think we need to save that for Shaban Ho because we're talking about the worst Western foods, by the way. The worst Western foods in rural China. I think yeah. you guys are going to love that. Yeah. Anyway, let's just yeah. say that the conversation led me to believe that, yes, all the iconic American foods are very bad for you. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. For sure. But they're very delicious. Yes. And I love them very much. For sure. But really appreciate the compliment. Thank you very much. Stay Free Hamil says, have you heard of the journalist Vanessa Bealy? Do you think mm-hmm. there's any truth to what she says? Check interview on YouTube. Redacted. Oh. Oh. Who's that? You, oh, you got to keep that in mind. That's that channel that I found out from the ex-Fox News guy mm-hmm. that is Chinese propaganda. Oh, that's Russian right. Propaganda. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's super sus. It's and sus. That, it's actually scary and dangerous. Mm-hmm. I, I've been looking into that. I cannot believe that has hit the mainstream. Chinese and Russian propaganda in mainstream. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Absolute bullshit interview. Toss bullshit Yeah, crap. that's the one. We did see yes. that. Um, absolute paid, paid. Uh, we should bring it up. Stuff. Bring it up. Yeah, make, we will. Make a make I a do. note. I actually okay. have a whole thing okay. on it. Well, we'll do it. Uh, Spearman sixty six says this is not clickbait because it makes sense that Chinese would kick a dead former PM around because there would be no repercussions. That's they only respect, dude. Respect power. They have no honor, no respect. I found that that mentality. You know, like they have those those places where you can go like stab uh, yeah. straw effigies of. Yeah of Japanese soldiers or whatever. And every time I saw this kind of stuff, I thought, what cowards? It's such a cowardly thing to do. Yeah. You know, because there there is no, there will be nothing to fight back. Mm. You can set this kind of crap up and, and pretend you're all big, like, and, and, oh, you're so great, but it's cowardice. Yeah. It's absolute cowardice to do stuff like that. And that's right. There's a lot of cowardice when it comes to this kind of thing. Yeah. Roman Reyes, you should watch the Yes Minister, best satire. Eric Ekdahl, have you heard of the malicious of maliciously not buying property? Have you heard that? No. Oh, it's a thing. Okay. Uh, Is that when people like put offers and then they don't pay? No, it's when people don't buy property because they think the market is going in a bad direction that is now being considered or at least uh looked at as an illegal act as maliciously oh in china yes yes <laughs> yes yeah yeah I've, yeah because yeah. It, that that's what the, the whole economy is based yeah. on so the chinese government's getting mad at people like being like mm, maybe i don't want to buy property like, yeah you traitor yeah exactly <laughs> you traitor yeah oh my gosh um Derpler, thank you very much. Doc Slothington, have a good weekend, fellas. Thank see you. you for the Monday show. We'll see you there, Doc. It was so nice to have you. Thank you so much. And it will be nice to have you at our camp. By the way, guys, seriously, can you do the patron button? Sure. Uh, not shilling for this, but I want you guys to know that if you're at the Xiaoban Ho tier, we're literally going to show you clips 
of us traipsing around rural China finding what they think is Western food. Yeah. And it is hilarious. Oh, we got some we got yeah. some funny clips. We've never shown them before. Yeah. I think that's kind of what that show's all yeah. about. It's, it's our just personal experience. A little little Slash, bring it into little snippets yeah. and yeah. things that you would never have seen before. Yeah. Or, you know, we can explain things better anyway. Yes. It's kind of fun. Derpler says, Have you met any uh Chaozhou people on your travels? Yeah, yes. I just brought it up. <clears throat> Arcus, 23, a huge love for the Chaozhou region, Chaoshan people. Good stuff. Uh, Arcus, 23, thank you very much. Daniel Ortman, how bad is ketamine use in China? Huge. Huge. Especially in the south. It's a big deal. More meth up north, uh, heroin and ketamine down south. I used to know foreigners used to do ketamine. Because it's so, it's everywhere. It's like in any KTV, you can get a tray of it. Yeah. No, it's very easy. It's very easy to get your hands on it in southern China. Yeah. Yeah. If you get caught, you're screwed. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of the cops are on the take, so. Sure. Really promising drug for depression. Yeah, in like clinical research. Yeah, but it can leave. Isn't it, it's just horse tranquilizer, isn't it? Yeah, but I mean they're using very trace amounts to work on like uh, sure. you know like depression patients. Yeah, not, we're not talking about snorting it out of a snorting lines of it out of a freaking straw in a KTE. Yeah, I knew a guy in South Africa who committed suicide with ketamine actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty dangerous at certain levels. Yeah, jesters jinx, especially when you combine it with alcohol, which they're all doing. Yeah, it's a downer. Yeah. It's a bad idea. It's a depressant. Did you see the uh, Shanghai police database was hacked and leaked? We yeah, we spoke about, about spoke about it. Yeah. Tyler Boz, Bozinovsky says, Shini the poo, yes, poo, the fat commie. <laughs> okay. okay. Shini 78, eloquent. Yeah, uh, very Guys, I'm a chef from the UK. I feel the need to come over there and give you an education. No, no, no. Here's the deal. I'm not one of those stupid idiots that think all British food is terrible. This is my thing. The UK is a fantastic place to eat, especially mm-hmm. London. It's awesome. It has cuisines from around the world. It's the, it's just, really, like I, just like I would say New York. Yeah, like, you know, the very well-known British dish, chicken tikka masala. Right. For right. instance. Right. There's great food. There's great influence from... Kebabs. Yeah. There's f- great food from around the world that you can have. But I would say traditional British cuisine is not to my liking. That is my point. Like uh, roast beef mm-hmm. and Yorkshire pudding? It's, it's okay. It's not, oh, it's, not, it's not like Indian food. Blood pudding? That's not great, is it? No. <laughs> Don't you dare defend British traditional cuisine. They have cucumber a... sandwiches. Okay, those are awful. They're absolutely <laughs> terrible. We can both agree. They're have you not ever seen great. This? What? What? Starlight pie. Have no, you seen that? No. It's and it's not a stargazy pie. You've never seen this. No. <laughs> that looks like that's. You think that's? You think that's, that's some weird thing? Nope. Nope. Very common. Stargazy pie. It looks dumb. You know, <laughs> there's a bunch of fish pointing at the sky. I know. I know. With their heads. It's pretty lame, dude. Like, don't. I don't want that. No. I, I like don't. fish. I don't want to eat that. I, I don't like fish much, so that's not my thing. <laughs> like, what are, you, what are you doing? Hey, I mean, it's. Yeah, what I'd, is this? I'd rather have um, cottage pie. Sure. Yeah, UK, UK food is a medieval food. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's like freaking pitchers of ale, like yes. bitter ale. And like hard bread. Yes. And a yes. stew that's been going for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Mm-hmm. Pub pub fare is good though. And that's great. And I'm not saying I'm not down on the whole thing, but I, and I do think it's a bit of a trope, but I think that traditional British food is just not great. I think mm-hmm. there's better countries for food. Italy is wildly better than the UK for food. It's fantastic. Italian food, French food. It's better. Sure. Uh, Epic 95. A couple of episodes ago, you guys were talking about Biadi. Yes. BYD. Yeah. I work for a transit company, and some of our buses and forklifts are from BYD. 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 Should I worry about the Chab... <laughs> he said Chava Deer. Uh, Chabudua, yeah. Chab- Chabudua. 
Chabudor deer, Chabudor crap on the market uh, manufacturing, worried it might explode. Well, well so. if they're fully electric, they do. They have been yeah. known to explode. Look, in uh, BYD is from Shenzhen, right? So that's where I lived. I got to test. In fact, in fact the first time I rode in an electric taxi was probably 2011, 2012. They've been around for a very long time. Ages, right? Yeah. We've been in Hojo for ages. Yeah, all the buses, the BYD buses, yeah. they converted to like sort of hybrid and then they went full electric. Um, and there were fires, there were incidents, but they're kind of rare. I feel, yeah. I feel like if they're going to be exporting something, right. they're probably going to pay a little bit more attention because they have that, yeah. that, that export quality thing. Sure. I would definitely be concerned. I'd be a it little bit. up to international standards. I know that the BYD tried to roll out the buses, was it in here in the U.S.? Yeah, I believe it was. And they California didn't pass the safety. They, couldn't, they didn't allow it because it wouldn't pass yeah. safety. Yeah. No, they've so, tried multiple times. Yeah, if it's a fully electric vehicle, I mean, I there's, there's always a risk. Yeah, I, I would definitely. But at the same time, I've ridden on them a lot, the buses specifically. Sure, but I they do say, blow up. Yeah, so. I can say I'm still alive. Yeah, but that's you can say that about anything. You yeah, shot so, a gun and you weren't a victim of gun crime. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, you know, if you roll the dice, sure. then the percentages <laughs> are a little higher. Definitely a little higher. You know what I mean? Uh, this guy says steak and kidney pies with rich cow urine flavor. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of organ meats in British food. Yeah, sure. it's true. It's true. Uh, Hy- Hyperband says, wait, who's Dazak? Oh, we haven't spoken about Bolsack for a while. You know, good old Peter Bolsack. You see, this is how he does it. He escapes mm. the limelight. He, he like he's, he's, as they say in South Africa, they say chupstil, uh-huh. which means he's just like silent you know what he does what he thought we moved a little bit right because we moved our desk back yeah we have a new setup he's like they won't remember no they won't but meanwhile <laughs> he thought he really thought he's sitting there he's like they totally forgot yeah yeah um, peter Bolsack. for those of you who don't know the eco health alliance he really helped muddy the waters when it came to investigating the origins of the COVID 19 virus because he had personal interests and the lab the wuhan lab of virology of wuhan institute of virology that was under investigation turns out it was actually his lab well the lab that he worked in the, the the lab that he had friends in the lab that he was helping to fund gain of function through his eco health alliance which was kind of getting around loopholes and getting money yep. from fauci and the nih or whatever you call it to get it into china to do this research that was blocked yeah so he was like a loophole guy doing this stuff and he was the one who was sent in to do the investigation, to do the investigation and then of his own lab yeah of his own friends and his own Baijiu KTV friends. And he was kind of like, yeah, there's nothing to see here. Definitely didn't come from my lab where we were doing research and gain of function, where I was funding this. Yeah. Definitely not. No. Yes. And if you say that, then you, you're bad and a conspiracy theorist. And all these other real scientists, like actual scientists saying, this is a huge possibility, were completely sidelined. And then he wrote this paper in like a medical journal or a scientific journal, sorry, to say it's definitely not yeah. from the lab. And anyone who says it's from the lab is a freaking conspiracy theorist yeah. and a dangerous, should be, out. should be chucked out. And he got other scientists that were in his pocket or his good friends, his mates mean, to like sign it. the other scientists are like, but... Yeah, but um, wait, what? According to our research. <laughs> so never forget Peter Balsack, because he's actually a very bad man, Peter Dazak. And he is, his actions were Yeah, bad. his actions were, were bad and inexcusable, conflict of interest and... Very much responsible for um, screwing up the initial response to COVID. Yeah. Um, he also said it would be great to know. Great. Right. Oh, it would be. 
Great. Absolutely. Hey, you know what we haven't heard from uh, old John T. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice to hear from everyone once in a while. Yeah. DGN, thank you very much. Walter Deadman, strawberries and cream at a game. <laughs> when is tennis played in the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i suppose home tennis i've never tried anything like that i don't think i no, don't like actually, the idea of the mess food place no that, that could bugger off die. yeah that's, makes, that's makes horrible. me feel cringe it's, it's cringe super bad yeah now all that all that tropey stuff is like yeah i remember like it was such a thing like when i was in high school like you know you get those naughty kids and they'd like yeah. somehow i don't know how they would get a hold of it from their parents or from a sex shop or something but you know like that body or... chocolate or whatever yeah, yeah. it's got a picture oh, of mona lisa yeah, on it or something, something like and that, it's yeah. like it just makes me cringe. Hope you like yeast infections. Yeah, it's like, oh, no, it's just, everything about that's just like, get out of here, you know. There's something, that's like, yeah. I'm Whatever, gonna, yeah. some other time. Philip PC <laughs> went to Wimbledon last year. Strawberries and cream is overrated. Not much mm. flavor and the cream isn't cold. Oh, no, that's not good. Isn't very cold. Maybe not the one you had. Pims, I wouldn't stand for that. Pims is where it's at. Okay. Pim, oh, like Pims cup. Oh. Yeah, Pims. British liquor. Mm, uh, no. pimp, that's something you don't know that's no, a Wimbledon no. staple pimp's yeah, pimp's. it's a cocktail okay interesting yeah. I know that you always see that like a champagne kind of glass no it's Pim's thing. the Pim's cup is the Wimbledon drink okay yeah. there we go everyone gets a Pim's cup so the Pim's cup's not like a tournament it's the Pim's no, cup yeah. like, they you probably do have a Pim's cup <laughs> yeah they probably do yeah. I yeah. think it's got a cherry in it and it, Pim's is some sort of liqueur mm. and no I know Pim's is a liqueur yeah definitely know that yeah because like um I'm pretty sure my folks had that line around the house. I mean, I never liked that. Hmm. Uh, Ekronis. You know what I really hate is Sambuca. <laughs> oh, that's the worst. <laughs> so bad. Oh, I have an idea. Let's make black licorice-flavored oh. sweet liqueur. No, thank you. Do you know licorice is poisonous, by the way? Oh. I just learned this the other day. Okay. Like, people, you'll it'll stop your heart. And I'm not talking about, you know, like, you have to eat, like, a truckload or something? No. They did study like three weeks in a row. If you eat black licorice every day, like a lot of people have heart attacks and die. That's weird because like it's a big, like it's very popular in South Africa. And it's called licorice all sorts. It's like, yeah, it, all, it's candy. Yeah. And uh, it's all different. And like, you get like, you know, like you get Twizzlers here, yeah. but we get just black and licorice. And that's horrible. You guys are living in the <laughs> I don't time. like licorice. Black licorice. In other words, poison. Yeah. And then licorice all sorts, which come is. Here, come here. I got yeah. some of the good stuff. It's <laughs> yeah, just it's like it's rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. All sorts of the different like shapes and stuff. Well, it's like they have, it's basically. I know what it is. Uh, yeah. The main thing is it's like that licorice stick. But it's in got shapes. like a roll around it yeah. or whatever. And it's then the it's roll, also the little like sandwiches. Cent- and it got a little center in it. Yeah, it's yeah. got the, that's in the center. It's got like sprinkles on the outside. Yeah. And you also get like a little sandwich but there, thing. But it's the most troll candy ever. Because you're like, <laughs> so look at all these different shapes. And it's all the same. Yeah. It's all black licorice. It's, you know when you're eating jelly beans or something? Yeah. And you're like throwing out the black ones because mm-hmm. they're disgusting. <laughs> sure. Black licorice is horrible. It's right? I used good. to pretend I liked it. Try to yeah. be cool. Right. But all sorts is kind of like, guys, look this up. Licorice all sorts, yeah. But. It's a bag that's popular in Australia as well. Right. Makes sense. Um, you you have this bag of licorice, and it looks like different. There's pink ones yeah. and different colors and stuff, and they're all black I licorice. used to eat the pink stuff around and leave oh, the like okay. licorice scent because it's clever. junk. Yeah. <laughs> ah, <laughs> yeah. so bad. It's terrible. Anyway, you yeah. learned something new today on uh, the China show. Licorice is poison. Yeah. Not the red kind. Oh, okay. I like Twizzlers. The red mm. kind's great. Uh, Akronis, I'm still catching up on older episodes. Have you talked about Bailan? Yeah, that's the next step after lying flat. It's not as big as you might think. I mean, you'll get a lot of that from the more sensationalist types. Sure. We cover stuff that's actually phenomenon. Um, Mm. It's a thing, but it's not huge. No. Yeah. We'll talk about it if it takes off. Sure. Put it that way. Uh, Nathan87 says, Philip PC needs some better strawberries. Right on with the Pims, though. Yeah. Pims Um, 
Yeah, Pimscope. Dragon's Fourth Child says, what time is Xiaoban Ho? Usually five o'clock. Same, well, same, same as this. Yeah, five so, o'clock for us. So whatever, it's two West Coast time. Mm-hmm. Five o'clock for us was East Coast. So whatever. And Central middle, Time, something else. Something else, we don't know. Somewhere in between, obviously. Yeah, somewhere in between. Probably like three. Yeah, but honestly, you don't have to be there live because it stays up afterwards forever. Yeah, um, and if you're in it's not tier. like the show. We don't edit anything out. No, we no, don't, it's, it's just It's always there. Very uncensored. Yeah. It's a little... Now it's a little bit more on the uncensored side. Well, yeah, yeah. Dare, not that we're censored now. No, it's just you know we go pretty wild. We go mm. pretty wild. Uh, Darren D, when you're back in China, when you were back in China, what was the motorcycle choice for riders, or was it different regions? I'm riding around my backyard in uh, Washington State. Well, congratulations to the rider community. Um, uh, if you're talking about actual motorcycles, it was the a variance of the uh, Wuyang Honda. CG125, yeah, um, <clears throat> which was copied in so many different formats, all the yeah. way down to $200 bike, right? Yeah. So if you look up a Honda one uh, CG125, that was yeah. the format. And then you had the Suzuki GN, GN 125. So those, you made, are, the those are the two. Yeah. And they would have so many variations, but it all boiled down to either one of those two. Either one two. of those two. Yeah. There were a couple of those uh, other ones, you know, yeah. the, the horizontal, whatever. Yeah. Engine. But let's just say... Not a lot of choice. Also, the limit of um, CCs when you buy mm. a motorcycle in China was always one two five. Was yeah. the highest you could yeah. get. Police were allowed to have two fifties. Yeah. Or um, or in some rural regions, yeah, you could have yeah, a exactly. But it was like very limited things. Have always been different in Beijing and Shanghai. Yeah. So you know you'll get foreigners who live in those posh places. They're like, like what are you oh, talking about? I can get a I can get a Harley or something. Yeah, you can, but only in those areas. Most cities down south have banned motorcycles altogether. Yes. So even if you bought yourself a brand new motorcycle, first of all, it's impossible to register it unless you live. If you're, you have to be living and registered living in a smaller city that allows yes. motorcycles. You register it. It's difficult as a foreigner to register in your name. It's almost impossible to get a yes. motorcycle license. Is yes. almost impossible. Even a car license is a chore. Yes. But to get a motorcycle license, Correct. if your city doesn't support motorcycles, those banned motorcycles, you can't get a motorcycle yeah. license. So it's a very tough thing. And yeah. when you finally get your 125 and you're all happy and it's taken you like a year of paperwork and crap and you happen to ride it into the neighboring city by mistake, the police will confiscate it and you'll, you'll never, never see it again. again. Yeah. Unless you bribe them. Yeah. Now <laughs> It's weird. To bring it up to speed, because mm. the vast majority of people don't ride petrol gas-powered motorcycles. Sure. Absolutely. Electric is 99% of all yeah. two-wheeled vehicles. Yeah, yeah. E-bikes. Uh, so electric motorcycles, and not even a motorcycle, electric uh, scooters. Yes. Uh, with varying quality. Yes. <laughs> a lot of them catch on fire. Mm-hmm. But that's the ninety nine percent of bikes are electric scooters. Yeah, but they also ban those in most cities in, now, like uh, in Shenzhen. In in half, about half. Of the yeah. Cities. What they've done is depends on the size of it yeah. as well. If it's yeah. like a, the same size as a normal scooter. Yes. But when we say normal scooter, we're talking about like a one two five cc yeah. scooter. If it's that same size, it's banned in Shenzhen. You for can instance. get a lot. Every city is allows small, really small. Yeah. So if you've scooters. got this tiny little foldable yeah, like electric fine. bike, it has to be cannot go over a certain speed, cannot be a certain over a certain weight. Yes. And then it's okay. But yeah, depends. Right. Correct. It, it's fairly complicated. Right. Um, Wing zero eighty three says, "Were there any coastal cities that you both liked visiting that were not ruined by clam man?" Haha. <laughs> uh, to be honest. I would say the Chinese coast is bad. Yeah. It's very bad. It's super polluted and bad. There were certain areas that were better than others. And Absolutely. I, I would go out of my way to make certain places like Shunliao or something look good. Mm. But I would find like heroin needles all, the, all over the place, piles of trash, 
Uh, you can't swim, by the way. Yeah. You try to swim. Oh, you, everyone yells at you. You try to swim in the coast because, look, and this is not, I'm not trying to be funny here. I've made videos about this, mm. but most Chinese people can't swim. Right. They can't. And the ones that can are not strong swimmers. Mm. Okay, so in order to prevent people from dying and a liability, when you go to a beach that's a, a swimmable beach, because a lot of the beaches around China, like you say, are not, you, would, you can't and even. You wouldn't want to go. You can't there. even get down to them and, you know. Yeah, like Beihai and Guangxi yeah. and stuff. It's like yeah. these beautiful coastal paradises they're marketed. You wouldn't want to go in no, Beihai in the no, sea. exactly. So when you get to a swimmable beach, first of all, to get onto the beach, you usually have to pay or get a ticket. Yeah. If it's something yeah. like Dame Sha, Sha Me Sha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, uh, I've got a ridiculous video yeah. you can go watch where you need your passport to get on the beach. Yeah. You need your ID card yeah. and book because the beaches get too overcrowded. Yeah. But let's just say you do get to like a resort area. You know, yeah. like we went to that one in Trinidad or whatever. Remember yeah. the guy shouted at us because we wanted to go on the beach in yeah. the first place. We're not There's, even swimming. They were spazzing out. Yeah. I did if get you, in the water, yeah. Yeah. If you get into the water and you try to swim out a little bit, they'll be whistling at yeah. you. They'll be shouting at you. They'll be like, get out. And also when like 6 p.m. rolls around, you're not allowed in the water. Yeah. As soon as it starts to get dark, no one's allowed yeah, in the yeah. water. Yeah, Every time I would stay at the hotels down there, yeah. they would send people out and they're all shy and they're like, you got to get out. Yeah, you got to get, get out the Yeah. <laughs> you, so it's not <laughs> like you think, okay? No. The beaches and the seaside and the whole, it, it's just Lots such, of sewage issues. such a different culture, though. Yeah, 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 for sure. For you know? Beach culture is different. It's, it's, you can't compare it. So when you think about going to the beach in the States mm. or in South Africa or Australia or whatever, it's such a different yeah. thing to That's, going to the beach in China. Actually, I'll, I will say this. That is one thing, that, the only thing that Hainan has <clears throat> better than the mainland, <clears throat> better mm -hmm. than normal like mainland China, it is China, but... Don't don't think I'm saying like Taiwan. Sure. It's part. It's a province of China. Yeah, Hainan. Um, that's the only thing that's better is the beaches. Yeah, absolutely better than the rest of China. Sure, for sure. Yeah, for sure. that's that's true. Yeah, doesn't make it Hawaii though. No, but you and can surf there. You'll also see if you go to the mm -hmm. beaches if people are swimming. It's bizarre because most people have a flotation ring. Yes, like a big colorful donut. Remember the face keenies. Yeah, yeah. That was the thing. We'll get into it at some point. Yeah. I got some pretty good videos about beach, the beaches. beach culture video. Remember, I flew my drone over all yeah. the people and everything, yep. and yep. yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I will, Nathan eighty seven says I'll defend traditional British food all day long. Okay. British food culture is just so depressing that ninety nine percent of the time you can't find anything that does it justice. Well made, as good as anything gets. Yeah, that's the problem. Oh, Cornish pasties. The cult food British. culture is a problem. Right. You know, you wouldn't want to go to a British food restaurant. You know how like. Oh, let's get Italian tonight. Oh, let's get French food. Let's get Japanese food. Let's get Korean. Let's get Chinese food tonight. I'm let's just trying to think, British what would you even food. get? You Christian could get, chips. You get like, I love yeah, it. And I love certain things. Scotch eggs. Would you go, oh, I know. Let's go to that Scotch egg restaurant. No, but I I <laughs> love a Scotch egg. You know what I'm trying to say, though. Right. Yeah, I do too. I love certain items. Bangers and mash. That's what he's saying, though. The food That's culture pretty, is bad. Yeah. You wouldn't go to a British restaurant. Sure. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah. wouldn't be called that. Yeah. Ryan G, you missed my super chat with the one on the Taiwan helmet sticker. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so Winston put the Taiwan sticker on his helmet on the countryside. Yeah, let me let me find it. Yeah. I, I I will explain that to you quickly now because it's... Okay, let me find my picture. I'll put it up in the background. Okay. This is a bit of a troll. troll la 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 So my, the idea that I got for these stickers in the first place is when I was in Taiwan, I bought a, my first proper helmet because... You know, you can buy helmets in mainland China, but oh, they're, they're always junk. Fake. Like they're 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 kind of they're just 
I got tricked. I bought a counterfeit helmet for full yeah. price. Yeah. yeah. They sell counterfeit helmets that junk. So I, this is not my Taiwan helmet, by the way. This is a good one that I bought in Hong Kong. But I bought a nice one in, in tai, Taiwan Yeah. Um, <laughs> when I went for my first trip there. And in the bike shop, they had mm. stickers that you could buy, you know, just stickers. And one of them said uh, Taipei City, Taipei City, which you yeah. can, if you look in the, the picture, it's the red sticker that's just under my, thing, my thumb there. So it was there and it was in, in Chinese and I thought that was cool. And I thought, hey, you know, I'm here in Taipei. So if I put this on my helmet, this is where I bought the helmet, it'll be kind of cool. And that's what sparked the idea of me getting stickers for my helmet, like of every place that I've been. Yeah. Um, so I put that on there. And then when I got home, um, back to Shenzhen, because I used to ride around Shenzhen, obviously it's not legal, but if you went into like certain parts of Shenzhen, you could still ride. I, uh, let, me, let me find it. I'll show you here. On the other side of the helmet... There, you can see I have made a, I got a sticker made in red that says Shenzhen City. Mm. Shenzhen Shi, right? That's under my thumb there. <clears throat> so it matched. Yeah. And then I decided, you know, because we used to go on those bike trips. And before I met you, I was going on these bike trips, you know, just to explore around Guangdong and stuff. I thought it'd be pretty cool to put the places that I've been around the yeah. world, like, and make it a little different, not just the red. So I, I got white. And so you can see all the different provinces there, like Guangdong and Guang, you know, Guizhou and Fujian, all the, the different provinces that I've been to, right? Mm -hmm. And I thought to myself, I should do provinces on one side and countries on the other side, okay? So I put Taiwan on that side as a country. But like if anyone kind of like, Why, what is that there? I'll be like, oh, no, this is just the first one of the Place places I've in, one yeah. of the places I've been, you know. Right. Meanwhile, anyone who's got half a brain would know that that's countries because there it says England, Thailand, uh, South Africa, and Taiwan. Those are all the countries that I've ridden motorcycles in. Mm. Uh, obviously, I need to add America to that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but you know what I mean. Sure. So th those are the countries. So it's a bit of a troll because Taiwan's a country type thing. Yeah. But you know, most people wouldn't know at first. And because the other side, though, has got all the provinces. So that's, that's the story. Right. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Jetski says, Winston, one billion data breach. Why was it in a cloud? In a cloud? Mm -hmm. Maybe that's just where they're sa yeah. saving there, it. I have a good answer to that. What? If you follow any Chinese propaganda, mm -hmm. we've done a deep dive on this, about some of the shills that went to Guizhou to see oh, the big yes. data clouds. Big data clouds. And the reason is, is that the average CCP official has absolutely no idea what a cloud is. Yeah. But when they hear it's a good idea and then they get pestered for funding, they pump it all in. So they have this rural province, which we love, by the way. Guizhou is one of my favorite provinces. But they decided to make that, like repair their poverty by making it the big data cloud center of China. Yeah. And they set up this cloud data center. Yes. And it's literally like if you saw an advertisement from 1997 about the future, mm -hmm. and they just have screens up with nonsense data Nonsense data, on data it. and it's numbers. Like, and it's like big data. Enhance. You yeah, know, like yeah. big data. Yeah. It's literally, yeah. it says like big data in Chinese. Yeah. And it's like zooming in on like a province and it's like numbers like yeah it's all just nonsense it's just something they put together for funding yeah yeah so a lot of funding will go into huge projects mega yeah. projects yeah and the cloud was definitely a priority over the past few years yeah, they're probably like, let's let's test this let's upload oh, yeah. this 
But it could also be the fact that it was hacked and then just uploaded to the For cloud. sure. Absolutely. And that's the thing, too. But I do want people to understand these big mega projects. Oh, yeah. We should talk about in. that whole big data thing at I, some point. I think mega projects in general could be a great topic for us because yeah. there are so many that get so much international press, including Western press. Yeah. Even in publications that are kind of anti-CCP. Mm that will just go all in on chiding the Chinese government on these big projects. Well, they're oppressive, but at least they get this done. That yeah. kind of vibe. And you know, they don't get you got to follow done. up on these projects <laughs> yeah. because they're like, like the high-speed rail thing, huge farce. I, in fact, I'd love to do an expose on that because we have so much experience. They're in so rail. much debt. It's, it's such a bad idea. Such, it's, not, it's not impressive for the reasons you might think it is. Yeah. And it's not, it doesn't deliver on what it's supposed to be doing. No. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> what Kumakun says, CCP more like see this PP. <laughs> okay, <laughs> correct. That's, that's outrageous. outrageous. <laughs> uh, Cracklin, do you guys still work on bikes? We do actually. Yes. We're currently working on bikes. We we have some interesting ones that we're working on, and we will resurrect worthless whips for that purpose. We yeah, want to show you guys. Yeah, out. actually, got. Let's see, new bikes. One, two, three, four. Four. And uh, don't worry, we're not rich or anything. They're crap. No, 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 no. They're, They're like, like heaps. One of them is free. One of them was free. The other one is five hundred dollars. Yeah. So you know, we're talking about like real. And we will sell it. Yeah. yeah. And it's gonna be it's gonna be fun because we have a we have a good thing coming up, which I think is gonna oh, be yeah. a hell of a lot yeah. of fun. If You're we gonna get some see. Time. If we get some yeah, time. if we get the time off. Yeah. Anyway, that's it, guys. Yeah. Uh, thanks for tuning in, and to all the people that want to see us, you can see us in a couple of days on Shaban Ho if you yep. go to our Patreon. Yeah. Definitely consider it. I'm not trying to push people to do it, but definitely consider it if you want more content. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much again, guys, for joining us for this very important conversation. It's good to keep on top of things. It's good to have you guys here yeah. so we can talk about it. Hopefully, we've answered some questions and given you some insight into how things work in China. Uh, please check out my video about my brother if yeah, you get the chance. And, it's in the description. And also check out Seamilk's video, which is highly entertaining. Mm. Mine's not that entertaining, but it's... Both good. Yeah, I'd appreciate you checking it out. We will see you next week, Monday, um, for those of you who catch us on Xiaoban Ho. Otherwise, we'll see you through our usual videos, which we'll be putting out as per usual. Usual. And failing that, we'll see you next Friday again. I'm going to have uh, British food tonight because I do love England and I love British people. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have fish and chips tonight. Okay, it sounds good. You're going to have some fish and chips, yeah. yeah. At the pub down the road. Yeah, get some uh, scotch eggs if they got them. They don't. Scotch eggs are awesome. Yeah, but dude. they don't have them. I like scotch eggs. Yeah. Wonder make where. Them. Just make them. They're so easy. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. It's like a freaking mystical science. It's sausage. You make your own sausage meat, grind it up, mm -hmm. roll an egg in it, and dip it in breadcrumbs and fry it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's difficult. Yeah, you don't cook. I'm terrible at cooking. Yeah, I can enough. cook like coffee. <laughs> cook coffee. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Hot dogs won the poll with 61%. Oh, they did. Yeah. yeah Beet, I, strawberries, and cream. I, I'd say if I had a choice. Yeah. I mean, it depends. If it's like, like at, a at an event, I'm saying. Sweltering hot day, I might have a strawberries and cream if it's cold. But it's not cold. No, we but I that. love hot dogs. Sure. They're great. They're very bad for you, but I love yeah, them. Sure. They're awesome. Yeah. They really are. Anyway, yeah. catch you guys next time. I'm not going to cut myself off, so I'm going to count down properly this time. Five, four, three.